here we are on a very special episode of Let's Talk About Stuff to talk about, like, I don't know, some movie series or whatever. I guess. Doesn't matter. Not the most important thing. (laughs) Most important thing is that today, the concluding chapter of The Haunt is Alive is available. I want to address this up top. Very excited for you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I know you've been working on this for a while, you and your Mm -hmm. nephew Christian. Right. And uh, listeners, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. Oh. Check the show notes. And go watch all three parts of Steven's YouTube series, The Hunt is Alive. It's so much fucking fun. Now, uh, I will you. say, I've only seen the first two chapters of this because part three comes out today. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I haven't seen it. And, you know, right. I'm, I'm, I want to be part of the viewing experience. I want to mm-hmm. I want to see it on release, right? I almost shared it with you mm-hmm. early. I did the first one just a few hours just so you could see right. it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, for the most part, I wanted everybody to see it, you know, how it's finished. As the chef has prepared it, you know? Right. Adding extra salt to the dish or anything, you know? Listen, I'd be okay. I love salt. But I appreciate that you trust my my taste buds. Yes. And my Mm -hmm. cinema buds. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) People say it all the time. That's you and me. Cinema buds. Hey, cinema buds. Also the great name of a cereal. Keep this in mind. LTAS presents cinema buds. Just a bunch of like film strips. It's like Ooh. a fruit roll-up, but it's like stylized as a fruit strip. <laughs> you still have to pour milk on it. It sucks. Is it cinnamon it's, flavored? No, it's actually like berry flavored. It's weird. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, people do not. It is not palatable. Oh, good. Well, people hate you know, it. our products here are kind of lackluster sometimes. So yeah. uh, we just really want to need to rush it out to market, you know. And we we got to explore get. the option, though. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, cardboard pieces and, um, yeah. uh, to be honest, some some old horse <laughs> okay that's what the berry flavor is mm-hmm. uh they found they found a horse meat kind of berry flavored so uh, yeah. we threw some horse meat in there but it's dried it is yeah so mm-hmm. and uh, it's only lightly infectious just a little bit it's fine yeah like you're gonna turn it into like a horse zombie don't even worry about it <laughs> we like those those are friendly you comb their mane and everything it's oh wonderful. yeah they love it still yeah uh their eyes are a little green but it's fine but mm-hmm. uh yeah i appreciate you uh you pimping my movie uh i do realize we release these episodes really early and so now i'm gonna have to release that really early but uh hopefully hopefully the the final one is available as you're listening to this episode look it'll but, be uh, fine like if anything listener come back you yeah, know yeah, come back come to back. this episode check it you know <laughs> check uh, uh steven's instagram what's your what's your instagram handle again uh, i believe it's steven fisher 22 Okay. No, no dot. A lot of mine have a dot, but I think it's just Stevens Fisher twenty two. You can find me on YouTube at uh, a little less profound films. That's yes. where I'm releasing these shorts. But uh, yeah, I, I filmed this short film, a haunt, "The Haunt Is Alive," with my nephew Christian. He's a big uh, haunted house fan. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he creates a haunt in his garage every year, and this year it's so big it's spilling out into his whole backyard. He's uh, he's really upped his game even now. But uh, we basically had a, a little story we um, shot in July when I was up there um, back home in Oklahoma. And, um, yeah, it's uh, kind of like an animatronic creature is, uh, you know, keeps moving around and, and mm-hmm. scaring its its horror-obsessed teen's mind. And, uh, yeah, I decided to release it in three parts. And uh, so far, I don't know if you noticed, the first one was 2 minutes and 31 seconds. The second one ended up being 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Total accident. Didn't didn't try that. Wow. Uh, so I think I have to release the next one at 2 minutes and 29 seconds. Okay, yeah. So I think it's got to be a countdown. We'll see mm-hmm. how, how it works out in the edit. But uh, so far, I thought that was kind of cool. They all landed around the same. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I've gotten a lot of good response. 
and uh, it's been fun just to release something out into the world. Last year we did a the uh, Legend of Jungle Jim, mm-hmm. inspired by uh, my, my my co-host Mr. Brent here, and um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And this time we we upped the audio game into video, and uh, decided to release these. So uh, I hope I have a lot more short films in the pipeline. I, I'm working on some other stuff, but uh, these have been really fun to edit and, and release to the world. Uh, well, first of all, I, I do have to say I was happy to inspire you uh, mm. by falling and uh, <laughs> <laughs> providing the inspiration for the legend of uh, Jungle Jim. Go check out the uh, Halloween Day episode from yeah. last year's uh, episode of Let's Talk About Stuff. And then uh, to clarificate for mm. the listeners, I had no involvement in The Hunt is Alive. This is just Stephen. Stephen and his nephew, oh, right. Christian. Well, this is just this is this is all you. And I, I want you I to uh, be able to take that credit for it. I appreciate that. I I guess I consider it uh, once I realized how I wanted to release it uh, this year around, you know, October, that's when it takes place. So that's why um, I, I I consider it as like an extension of my creativity here on the podcast, I guess. But uh, I yes, it is a, a separate entity altogether. But, uh, you know, releasing it in the spirit of, uh, of, you know, our fans here might enjoy that as well. So, um, yeah, definitely go check it out on, on YouTube and uh, share it with your friends. I would love more people to find it. It, it kind of plays as a, a countdown towards Halloween. Um, but yeah, it, it ends. All of it ends on Friday the 13th. Oh my God. There's so, going to be like we'll a brand new character that's introduced that gets possessed by the haunt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Man, Curtis just acts a, a totally different part than the normal. If uh, I, th- yeah, yeah, looking back on it now, if I had more time, I would have made more episodes really leading up to Halloween. But uh, we had this in mind as a, a simple short film like a seven to eight minute short film that we would release. Uh, and it just, so I, I couldn't pass up Friday the 13th happening in October. And then now I'm like, yeah, I wish, I wish I had more characters. So, uh, cause it's just basically Christian and, uh, it's just a, an unnamed teen, but, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I told Christian that as well, that I was, I was wishing that we had more so we could lead up to Halloween. And he was like next year, season two, baby. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, he's, yeah. he's got a good idea there. You know, maybe uh-huh. we'll do that. We'll see. Would that be the haunt is alive? Again, ooh, I wonder. I or do the like haunt that. Is still alive? The, uh, the haunt is still alive. Mm-hmm. I still know what the haunt did last summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Too haunt, too furious. Oh, Steven, this is perfect. Oh, man. Let's do it. Uh, Throw some yeah. nos at it. You know. Oh yeah, dude. Be great. <laughs> the haunt is really taken off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm. I'm curious to see what we could we could do with this kind of storyline. But uh, I also have so many other ideas, you know, that I'd love mm-hmm. to play out. And uh, I like the idea of releasing some sort of Halloween, you know, f- fun, creative thing outside of just the episodes we release here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last year with with the audio kind of thing, like produced with music and all that stuff. Uh, that was one of my favorite things with this, by the way, is I wrote the music for The Haunt is Alive. I also did the music for The Legend of Jungle Jim, which both of yeah. which uh, people were like one of the first comments that people gave, uh, which I was really proud of because uh, I like my music that I make, especially for, for movies and stuff. So um, it's fun to be, be able to release that stuff in the world as well. How are you making the the music? Is that like you have a, a keyboard that you're using or are you making it? Yeah. What's, uh, what's the process there? Yeah, most of this was uh, I have a little MIDI keyboard, um, so it's a pretty small little guy, but um, does does what I need. It hooks up to my computer. I use GarageBand like we use to record these, and then um, I found this really cool audio plugin called Spitfire Audio. So like, mm. uh, if you open like any kind of GarageBand or anything that's like free or, or whatever, they'll have some instruments they can use, guitars, pianos, that kind of stuff. But this thing called Spitfire Audio, they have really good recordings of things. So that that really upped my game for for movie scores and, and music sounds in general because um, some of like the the crazy like violins like 
the yeah. sort of things like they're just like, kind of built in there they just have that's like just one i can pick up and then i can uh, kind of maneuver it around but um yeah they they just have really good quality audio um they have one like literally it's just called scary strings so it's okay. just like your normal strings uh instruments but uh you know they have like some tremolo or whatever and um uh, some like funky things and sounds kind of otherworldly or off pudding or whatever and um yeah so that really that really helped but um yeah basically that and then sometimes i'll use a guitar or, or something like that or, or my ukulele but for for these films um i just used yeah this little midi keyboard and got the job done that's awesome i was paying attention to the score specifically while watching awesome. and I've, I've been watching them like a couple of times through and uh Very you know cool. i have a, a big blindness with film scores which i'm trying to um I, I, get, I don't know if correct is the right word, but I'm, I'm, trying, right. I'm just trying to pay Notice. more attention to that, especially with like knowing that you're starting with literally nothing and then making right. a thing like everything that you see on camera was thought about all of the after stuff comes mm-hmm. with it. Even like the font choice you use for the title card. Oh, I yeah. Love. Thanks. I think it's I so, good. so rad. It's called. Yeah, I think it's called Misadventures. So that was oh. a, a great font name. Uh, but yeah, that I guess was built Mr. Into... Adventures was taken. Huh? <laughs> that was a, a font built into Final Cut Pro on the on the Mac, which uh, I fucking loved. I thought it worked, worked yeah. really well for it. So yeah, all those little choices. Um, I will say for sure, I was going to mention this in the last episode as well. But the uh, you know watching um, crazy independent cheap movies, much like the original Friday the Thirteenth, and kind of yeah. all of them uh, for the first few. But that first one was so cheap. Uh, and then last week we had reviewed or earlier this week, we'd reviewed the, uh, night of the living dead, which is also made for like a hundred grand and uh, made millions of dollars. Um, seeing, seeing those types of films, like Friday the 13th, essentially at this point looks like it's something I could do. I feel like I could emulate some of that stuff, but mm-hmm. it's that it, it was, it, it came about in a certain era. It captured uh, a moment in time and, uh, not everybody was doing that. That's why it stood out, you know? Yeah. Um, but watching those independent movies and then having, uh, produced my own little movie here, even though it was like a three to four day shoot, uh, it was like no money at all. We, we kind of, I think we spent like 50 bucks on like supplies, uh, basically for it. And, um, it just wasn't like, you know, a big thing, but like now that I've done it, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's fucking hard <laughs> to make a yeah. movie is it was hard to, uh, put it all together afterwards. I, I, I noticed a lot of my failings on it, but, uh, they're not failings really like you know they're just things i can improve on next time so uh, i'm not kicking myself for it but uh man i really recognize now how difficult this really is like nobody sets out to make a bad movie sometimes (laughs) it just happens and uh sometimes it's you strike gold and um Mm. like like these independent movies you know or or low budget movies rather like uh friday the 13th but uh yeah i definitely have a new respect for for the whole process for sure that's awesome so from like tutor to snooter you did like everything you did it all outside of like starring in the movie yourself right yeah wrote directed yeah did the music did the Mm. uh yeah there's not like a lot of special effects but um yeah any kind of like coloring effects all that kind of stuff uh editing is one of my favorite things with filmmaking so uh and then shooting it was really fun i was worried about working with an actor but since it was just my nephew it was like oh cool do Mm. this fucking thing dude and he was like all right (laughs) that was pretty simple do it better yeah come on i don't know what more i can possibly (laughs) say to you (laughs) yeah yeah it was was great man like i i'm really having a blast with it and uh, again i encourage our listeners to go check it out Uh, if you love steven and who doesn't check out his short films guys i know this has been a passion of yours like 
upon first meeting you, I knew that you loved film. So right. I'm so happy that you get to uh, do this and like share it with everyone. And um, yeah, I just uh, am happy with the whole thing. So congratulations for it, this. Man. Appreciate so that so much. Yeah. It's been good to get all the support from all of our friends. Uh, no one, no one has said a, even a slightly bad thing about it. Uh, I, I see all of it. Oh no, I have notes. I have <laughs> good. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Everybody's been really cool, and it's my first thing. I, I, I've always wanted to make a short film, and just never actually made the short film. I've done other video projects, mm-hmm. but I was like, get an actual, you know, direct somebody, act. You know, there's an actor in it. There's a story. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I, I wanted to do all of that and just say that I, I could do it. I've done it, and now that I've done it, I have a taste for it, and I want more blood. <laughs> I mean, more movies. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, so I, I'm so so excited it. for you. Excellent, yeah. man. Well, uh, yeah. So today we have that uh, we have this review with uh, Mr. Ross Lichtai of your uh, fellow podcast, um, the Nudist Colony. I always want to call it something different. <laughs> it's hey, not that too. I forget it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just in the moment. I I, I always just want to call it the, like basically the New Metal Discussion Podcast. But mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, but the the Nudist Colony, uh, your uh, our friend Ross uh, came over. And we're we're doing a, a dual episode, so you can actually listen to this same segment over on the Nudist Colony. You guys have right. uh, an opener over there that's different, but mm-hmm. um, I like this. It's kind of fun. We have a review together, and uh, we were going to do this one alone. And then I think Ross mentioned to you that he also had like a, a similar idea of doing like. Uh, either the first movie or the trilogy, like four or Friday the Thirteenth, uh, yeah. coming up the actual day uh, today that this is being released. But uh, and then you were like, "Hey, we're already doing that. Do you want to do it together?" And I was so thrilled because I I haven't really talked to a lot of other fans of the series, and yeah. you're new to it uh, for for these ver- these earlier films. Uh, obviously, you've seen the best one, Freddy versus Jason. But of course, uh, classic. Yeah, it was cool to to have Ross on and uh, you know to to do a little review with us because he's he's also a big fan like I am. Absolutely. And speaking of which, let's just go ahead and throw to that segment right now. So, uh, again, uh, we're going to discuss and uh, with spoilers, talk about Friday the 13th, part one from 1980, part two from the following year and Mm -hmm. then uh, part three from that following year. So enjoy the crossover now. And we're back. And uh, listeners, this is the crossover portion of the podcast you were just listening to uh, with me today are two gentlemen that I co-host podcasts with regularly, and that is Stephen Fisher from the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast and then Ross Lichtai from the Nudist Colony podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, and then also it's your own show. So, Hello. Hello. <laughs> <And> welcome back. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> I like a crossover episode, Sound though, you know? Occasions. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so... Uh, we all kind of like uh, gravitated toward this idea when, uh, you know, you see a Friday the 13th on a schedule. You got to do an episode on a Friday the 13th, you know, you especially when it's in October. Gotta. It's in the dead center of spooky season. You know, you yeah. got to get after it. So uh, the three of us have convened here to talk about the trilogy of Friday the 13th, parts one, two and three. Uno, so, dos, tres, cuatro. Yes, yes. Let me go watch this fourth one. So on the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast, Stephen, you and I have talked about a lot of horror franchises, but not Friday the 13th. Right. Um, we've uh, done Halloween. We've done Nightmare on Elm Street, others, you know, but not this one. This is a, a big one. Uh, what is your history with Jason and Friday the 13th? Oh, well, Jason and I go way back, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I used to babysit him as a wee lad. Mm. 
<laughs> back in the 1950s. One day, turned my back, was making out with a girl, forgot, he drowned. Listen, it happens to all of us. <laughs> uh, not a big deal. No. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I've had, like, a varied history with this. I, I've never been... I wasn't, like, a super uh, Friday the 13th, like, series fan, but I did like Jason growing up. But he's grown on me more in the past few years, I think. Um, and I'm intrigued to talk about these first three with you because uh, Amanda and I, you know, we have, like, our normal October movies we watch every year. And this, like, the first Friday the 13th, like the first Nightmare on Elm Street, was in our rotation for a long time. And eventually I just felt that it was, like, really boring compared to a lot of the other stuff we watched and just didn't really dig it as much, so I stopped watching it. I had seen, like, two and three uh, like in the last few years, whatever, and o- over time, I guess. But I'd never ventured past that until a few years ago, and that's when I discovered the Tommy Jarvis trilogy. Uh, that is, or the whatever the series where Tommy Jarvis shows up in four, uh, and those ended up being my favorite. They're a little more goofy, but uh, I really like them for various reasons, uh, and I've enjoyed them more. But this go around watching these again was really interesting. So. Um, yeah, Jason has become one of my, like, Michael's my, my favorite. Uh, Freddy's pretty great, but Freddy's the best whenever he's, um, like, in the first one when he's scary, it's, like, really when I love him. And then um, after that, like, you know, he just doesn't, like, do as much for me. Uh, Jason, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, even though he's kind of, he just lumbers around. And I, I love summer camp stuff. Uh, yeah. And, man, it just, like, fulfills this, like, little niche in my heart that I love. So there, he's become one of my favorites, and this series has become one of my favorites. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, Ross, what about you? What's your history with Mr. Voorhees Ooh. and Friday the 13th? Well, um, so um, somewhat similar to uh, Stephen, um, I, uh, I, th- I believe the very first uh, Friday the 13th movie, well, I know... The first Friday the 13th movie I saw was uh, Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> um, yeah. Where did it start? That was, that was the very first one. Um, I saw it at uh, our uh, uh, loving, loving uh, childhood friend, Preston, who we've, we've mentioned multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, went to his house uh, one night, uh, several of us. Uh, to watch uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Um, I believe, I want to say I was uh, probably like 13. Mm. Um, uh, again, uh, kind of, we, we talked, about this, uh, talked about this before, but, um, uh, you know, living in rural Oklahoma, you, you're not really exposed to uh, a lot of uh, things that other people are. Um, so, so I came into it, I came into it late. Um, but, uh, I just absolutely, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was, uh, not, not, not scared of it, but like, uh, a little bit, a little bit nervous, uh, about watching it. I didn't want to, you know, come across as like a scaredy cat. I wanted to be like tough and brave. Uh, but it did, it did, um, scare me a little bit. Uh, but, uh, I, I just ended up, uh, adoring it. And then at that point, uh, started going back and, and watching some of the old ones. Um, I think I, I went back and started with, uh, the very first one and then, uh, uh just kind of, you know, moved up from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, it, it just, it, it hooked me. I, I, I loved it. Um, and I know that it's got like a, a, a bad rap now, 
Um, but uh, I do think that it is genuinely a lot of fun. Um, it's a it's a pretty uh, uh, it's a pretty wild movie. Um, if you've never seen, you know, if you haven't seen that much horror, it's uh, it's pretty pretty unique. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just you know. Uh, is it weird because you see a goalie walking around and he's not even on ice, you know? <laughs> like, what's this goalie doing out in the woods, you know? That's true. Cray-cray. It is absolutely mm-hmm. cray-cray. Um, yeah. But, Number uh, one. What's Where that? are skates? Where are his skates? Number one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He doesn't That's even use I'm a hockey saying. stick. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're sitting around the campfire. They're, I see that they're toasting marshmallows, and that's a thing you yeah. do mm-hmm. at camp or whatever. Sure. But no one has any of those like ho hos or whatever that are hug shaped. You know? <laughs> Come on, guys. Not even a single yeah. person. Get that's with it. not even one. Oh Ross, do you do you still like that movie? Do you still like watch it? Uh, Jason goes to hell. Legitimately, yes. I I, yeah. I do think. I honestly do think that it is it is a very good movie. Um, it's not perfect. Uh, but uh, yeah. I, I do think it's like a it's don't, a lot. Don't of start fun. backpedaling now. Wow. <laughs> you got to fully commit. It's I, really good. It's not perfect. Yeah, I've only seen this one recently, and I'm still in the middle of it. Uh, it's like very 90s compared to the 80s flavor of the oh, other ones to me. And sure. uh, I had never. I think I would like it if I had grown up with it as well. But um, <clears throat> it's not. It's not my favorite so far. But with your recommendation, I might mm. have a different. You know, different view of it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You gotta uh, check it out again. It is. It is one of those that I will. I will still defend um, because it's. It's just so much fun. Um, it's, the series it's, is as a whole. Yeah. It truly is. It is. It is my favorite. Um, it is my favorite slasher series. Mm-hmm. Um, more than more than Halloween, uh, more than wait. How much how much Halloween have you seen though? Uh, at this point, I've seen it. I've seen all Halloween, every every Halloween movie period. Oh, okay. I've seen oh, really? All. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, but it, I, it, it's I, this is how I learn about this <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> yeah, more coming your way, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's uh, yeah, it's fun. How about you? What bro? about you, Brent? Hey, hey, I beat you to it. Holy shit! Fucker. Wow, <laughs> not in the edit. You won't. Uh, it's gonna be a tie. Damn, damn it. Uh, no. So uh, my up until like a couple of years ago, my history with Friday the Thirteenth began and ended with Freddy versus Jason. Hell uh, yeah. I'd, I'd seen some like Hell yeah. uh, when it was like uh, aired on TV back in the day on like right. a Saturday afternoon or whatever. Uh, sure. I would catch uh, bits and pieces here and there. But, you know, as a, a young kid, I was kind of like scared of horror movies and everything. Sure. Uh, like Chucky and Freddy were especially scary for me. But mm-hmm. Jason, just like a guy in a, a mask with a machete, I was like, ah, I don't know about this, you know. Um, so I caught parts of that, but it was edited for TV. Not that gory. So uh, really my my memory for this is based on those little clips. And then like the greatest movie that's ever been made, which is Freddy mm-hmm. versus Jason. We can all agree. There will be no arguments. <laughs> no comment. So, uh, um, Ross but, is just vigorously uh, shaking his head. No. <laughs> uh, a couple of years back, I uh, I went through and I I saw on like Netflix or whatever that uh, Jason Takes Manhattan was streaming. So I thought, mm. well, let me throw this on and kind of see see how this goes or whatever. And it was you know it was it's pretty bonkers. You know, it's like a, a you don't want to think too much. When you're watching this, you know, was that the second one you've ever seen? Then 
Uh, so you saw I Freddy versus so. maybe, Jason, and then I think maybe in full. Yeah, <laughs> that might might be it. Yeah, I would say it's yeah. there. Like especially the Tommy Jarvis stuff, he grows up over the series, so like that has some sort of continuity. But even that, there's like time jumps and different actors. Almost yeah. all of these are kind of like pick and choose. Like you, you kind of can just skip around at will. So it's mm-hmm. not. It's kind of whatever grabs you in the moment. Much like Jason. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just let it happen. Yeah. I mean, it seems like uh, these first three movies have a continuity that is followed uh, in in some way. But at a certain point, yeah, it just seems like, and now here's a new adventure with our close buddy Jason, you know? Right. He's going to be stomping through the forest and slapping, or slashing some teens, you know? <laughs> slapping some teens. <laughs> slapping some teens. <laughs> Nobody dies in this film. A lot of people get slapped. <laughs> they just get slapped, yeah. There's a lot of red cheeks. <laughs> yeah, Jason takes off his mask. It's just Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump into the first film here. This let's is Friday it. the 13th, part one. What, what year was this movie from? I meant to write this down, but... 1980. 1980? Yeah. Two years wow. after Halloween. Oh, my God. Breaking off a fresh decade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. Um, yeah, so this one was uh, directed by Sean S. Cunningham, and um, mm-hmm. he didn't do any of the rest of these. He just does this first one. But, uh, yeah, it still holds a special place in my heart. Um, also, uh, music by Harry Manfredini. I'm not sure if that's how you really say it, but uh, he does the music for mm-hmm. nearly every single one of them. He continues on, which is pretty crazy um, that they kept him around. But um, classic, classic score through all of these that everybody knows so well. Um, this one stars Betsy Palmer, Adrian King, Harry Crosby, Laurie Bartram, Mark Nelson, Janine Taylor, Robbie Morgan, and Kevin Bacon, I believe. Introducing Kevin Bacon, if I'm not, not mistaken. This was like his, not mistaken by Kevin Bacon. Not mistaken Bacon. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> this was his, uh, his first role, and uh, it was quite crazy to see him. My wife did not remember that when I turned this on the other day. Um, I was like, yeah, there's little Kevin Bacon, and she was like, What? And uh, when he turned into the camera, she was like, well, holy shit. She had kind of forgotten. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess all of this is going to be spoilery. Is that true? Like, we're not going to have any kind of spoiler-free sections. This is, this is pretty old movies, right? People should know them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Uh, so, okay. yeah, just here on out, listener, everything's going to be filled with spoilers. But like Steven said, you know, these movies are four decades old at this point. You should, so You should watch yeah. them by this point, yeah. If you're listening to this episode, yeah, yeah you should be into it. Uh, I was just going to say that Kevin Bacon has uh, one of my uh, most memorable deaths, I think, in this first movie when he gets stabbed in the throat from underneath, um, which is a pretty, pretty interesting way to go. But uh, especially just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like seeing seeing young actors that have become like such juggernaut stars, um, just like be a part Mm -hmm. of these like kind of like I mean, this is a good movie and everything, but kind of a, a Halloween knockoff, you know, and then uh, but still like like that, that, you know, gave us um Jamie Lee Curtis in this one gave us Kevin Bacon, you know, a lot of people get their start in, in like cheap horror movies and stuff. So uh, I love it. Yeah, that death scene is one I see a lot on uh, the various documentaries about horror and uh, they talk about sure. like favorite deaths or whatever. And yeah, the the knife coming through Kevin Bacon's throat is always included on that because it's just so it's just a good look. It's so crazy looking. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know the do you know the uh, the backstory behind that? No. no, what's that? So uh, when they did it, um, uh, the, there was supposed to be like a, a, a pump that would you know help help the uh, the spray um, mm. go up. 
but something broke in the middle of it. It wasn't it wasn't uh, 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 coming out correctly. So the uh, special effects guy uh, literally just took the uh, the the hose away from the pump and blew it with his mouth. That's why you see <laughs> the, that that uh, hard jet stream that goes up. So it was like quick thinking on his part. Yeah, it's pretty sexy. It's very sexy, absolutely. <laughs> think about it. Let me put my mouth on something, you know? That's a, that's a good way to fix it, always. With consent, with consent. I was trying to see, look up and see who did the, the effects, because uh, it's not listed on the Wikipedia here. Um, mm-hmm. But I... Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember his name right now. But I think it's like another person that went on to like do a lot of great things. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty great for the time. I think they mostly hold up. Um, as I said, like I used to find this movie pretty boring, but on this rewatch for me, um, I was really into it. I haven't seen this first one, the first, second, or third in like a few years. I've really been doing mm-hmm. like four on, and uh, this one was actually surprisingly good to me. I was very curious um, for you, Brent, with little history of this mm-hmm. series and the the ones you've seen are a lot goofier perhaps like they're a lot mm-hmm. more ratcheted up uh this one not i don't know it's just like not a lot happens comparative uh to modern horror movies but um yeah did you did you find it boring brent or did you uh do you like this one uh i liked it i i was trying to put myself in the minds mind space of like not knowing the the twist of like who the killer is because That's you hear true. friday the 13th you automatically think oh it's jason Voorhees, he's the killer mm-hmm. but he's not you know it's a uh, it's panel of Voorhees, and I, w- I was surprised that we didn't meet her earlier on in the movie mm-hmm. and it's, we like meet her there at the end and then almost immediately she's like and i killed everyone bitch <laughs> and she like starts stabbing that one girl right um so i i thought that was interesting i i thought it moved at a, a pretty decent pace for a movie from back in the day it's only an hour and a half long so very respectful of time you know more movies should mm-hmm. do this i'm just saying yeah. not everything should be two hours however know? the editing <laughs> the editing in general is uh pretty uh pretty horrendous um mm. i think they really could have edited it down uh significantly um, could have been a solid 60 minute uh, movie <laughs> I mean, truly, the, the, you know, the, the, the whole Could've scene where uh, Ralph is uh, riding his bicycle away is, you know, a solid 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and, and that really, uh, but then again, you think about it like, okay, so were they, were they padding the movie out because it was too short? Mm-hmm. Um, That's how I felt. Because, yeah, but why else show 10 minutes of, a, of an elderly man? Right. Barely, <laughs> barely standing. He doesn't even fall over upright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like a suspense, and then he, you know, he falls. It's just like, yeah, you're watching him. I brought that up with the um, yeah. the opening credits. You've got a death curse. <laughs> I love Crazy Ralph. <laughs> I kept thinking every time you showed they, they showed the old man, uh, it made me think of Cabin in the Woods with the whole like shtick of the oh, like, Prophet of Doom, right? And it's like they these movies really like really do that the whole time i kept being like man i want to see the behind the scenes of this one like it's cabin in the woods like i want to see this was all made yeah. up and that uh jason is like mm-hmm. you know just a monster unleashed by some like corporate bureaucrats uh, on these mm-hmm. teens but uh it really does yeah. like that's why that movie works so well cabin in the woods is like these movies really did that shit all the time like mm-hmm. i'd forgotten like each of these three movies do that that the old man kind of warning people and shit mm-hmm. it's a yeah goofy trope he literally calls himself or was it the cop they literally reference him as a prophet of doom. Oh, I didn't even hear <laughs> like, that. It's literally a sentence in this movie. That's awesome. Yeah. You're all doomed! 
Who's got a death curse? I just a pretty good impression of him. <laughs> the you've got a death curse is like a thing that I, I say to myself all the time. Uh, I never say it out loud because <laughs> people would think I'm insane. But uh, just, I don't know. The, this is like a daily affirmation for you? <laughs> that, that line, you've got a death curse. It's, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, one thing I did notice in this first movie is that the Kiki Ki Ma 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 is like the most prominently spoken in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was growing up, I, I knew that was like Jason's like sound effect or noise or whatever. I didn't right. really like know how it related. I just knew that it was. And uh, but I never heard it as uh, Ki or Ma. It was always like he 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 ha 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 almost. <laughs> but uh, right. so I don't know if maybe they like they like really hit it hard on the first go round, and then the rest of them they uh, took you know it's kind of like clicked and dragged and you know make a copy of a copy it's gonna reduce in quality over time but uh yeah i i like the mythology behind that that the the key ma is supposed to be like kill mother or something like that i've heard various versions of that but i'm not sure what's true yeah yeah there's a lot of uh there's a lot of uh, debate over what what that actually is supposed to be because some of it and there is like different versions of it like so some of it is like kill mom and then some of it is some people say it's kill jason uh what what how is it jason kill 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 ja 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 it's oh. it's and there's nothing confirmed um uh, you know in regards to what they're actually saying but mm-hmm. some people think yes it is kill mom uh, or kill ma uh, but uh yeah, I don't think there's ever been a definitive answer on that. Killmonger. They were they just lopped off a lot of it. Kill, yeah. I thought they were saying Kimmel, like Jimmy Kimmel is on ABC <laughs> tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Set your DVRs for Kimmel. So the movie itself takes place on a Friday the 13th in June of present day at, at that time. So... 1979 1980 or whatever mm-hmm. but in the movie itself uh i think it's uh pamela or some, somebody mentions that jason's birthday is actually on june 13th of whatever year it was i think uh, yeah i looked it up it was like 1946 or something like that so it's yeah i never really thought about jason having a birthday before so i feel <laughs> like a good way like if you're traveling in the woods and you're afraid jason's gonna roll up on you then just carry a birthday cake with you, you know? Maybe you come across him, he's like, hey, buddy, I was looking for you. Have this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you start digging too deep into uh, the, the timelines and ages uh, for people in this movie or this series in general, um, mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense. Because at one point they jump ahead like five years. Right, um, in but, the next movie. But then the, mm-hmm. the preview, it's supposed to be like, uh, like the next day, there's it's it's a nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. on if uh, I had to step away for a, for for a second, so I don't know <laughs> if you guys uh, brought this up, but um, there's a podcast uh called uh, wait, okay, so what is the what is the official name? The Joe Rogan Experience. The Joe Rogan Experience. and Rust. Gorley and Rust. Yeah, because they've yeah. they've uh, they've changed the name of it. Because uh, so, I think initially it was uh, in Voorhees we trust right. uh, with Gorley and Rust. But um, uh, at one point they they uh, 
uh, Matt, who's a who's a really great artist in his own right, um, draw tries to draw out a timeline of everything, and um, we might try to find a picture of it because I think that they have one. But uh, it looks like the scribblings of a of an absolute goddamn lunatic uh, trying to figure <laughs> out the the timeline for this thing. Uh, makes yeah. no sense. You just have to kind of like roll with it. it it's it's mm-hmm. like the Marvel comics uh, sliding timeline rule. Like if you if you if you dig too deep into that, your head's gonna melt. Uh, so yeah. it's best not to not to think too much about like how how old is Jason? So right. is he like is he what is he years old? Um, trying to <laughs> like murdering teenagers still? Because uh, I think at one point that would literally be his uh, his age if you if you're sticking. Uh, to the what the movies say the timeline is. Yeah, they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, we, we were talking about slashers at work the other day, and uh, this kid uh, who always like asks random questions and stuff. He he brought up that he's not a huge Jason fan, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not a fan of that ghost." And I was like, "Ghost? What the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? I've never heard anybody call him a ghost. He's a zombie at certain points." But he was like, "What mm-hmm. do you think happened to him?" And I was like, "Oh, because there's like." It's like the mom at first, and then Jason comes back, but the, the, it has like that, you know, the ending tag, the stinger, where it's like he's like a little boy, but then part mm-hmm. two, he's like a full grown man. And it's like, <laughs> did he watch his mom be beheaded? Was he in the woods? Was she taking care of him? Did he survive that? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was like, just don't think about it too yeah. much, but uh, I'd never heard anybody say it was a ghost before. It really threw me off. I was like, wow, That's that really wild. changes yeah. my whole perspective of this entire movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, back then they were just, they were going, they were flying by the seat of their pants. Like there, there was right. not, uh, they were not planning on like sequels or uh, in, in anything like that. So it was all just kind of like made up on the fly, uh, which you know, I think it's kind of. I think it's one of the things that that that's kind of neat about the about the series in general is that um, it's schlocky, but it like uh, it doesn't pretend to be anything but schlocky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but schlocky, <laughs> band name. <laughs> <laughs> but schlocky. Uh, but but yeah, it it, it it's you you can't you start putting a magnifying glass on this right. series and it's it's. It's fucking nonsense, but that's it's not what's meant cool. for that. That's what's fun about it, right? And that's what that's what makes Friday the Thirteenth my favorite slasher series. Is yeah, right it on. is just so schlocky and messy and dirty, uh, but it's so fun. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, the The whole summer camp thing, too, like I mentioned, was is like just uh, an aesthetic I like. I like a lot of summer camp movies, and we had talked about Wet Hot American Summer before. And after watching their series that they came out with after that, I kept being like, man, I really wish they would just do like a Halloween special. I know it's a summer camp. They're not even together at Halloween. But God damn it, I would love it if they had something like that. They played with these tropes with that cast. That would be amazing. I would love it. I just want more Wet Hot American Summer, essentially. But uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some kind of crossover there. So we got to we got to like before we, you know, leave this particular movie we do have to uh stop and uh pay our respects to uh that poor poor snake god damn that literally <laughs> for real got killed on screen that was fucked up this I is knew, a snuff film i knew yeah basically they fucked that snake and then they killed yeah. it and then they potentially <laughs> ate it i don't know but uh i knew this was coming i knew this was part of this movie and the entire time i was like god damn it i'm i'm, I'm gonna have to like look away or something but mm. I didn't, you know, I, I watched, I saw the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. They uh, hit that snake with a machete and uh, chop it up and 
into uh, like three pieces. And, uh, At least it was up. quick. I mean, it, yeah, I guess that's true. Not not cool at all. But uh, uh, you know, he, he, uh, I grew up on a I grew up on a ranch, um, and occasionally, you know, we'd get uh, uh, you get like a copperhead or something in the in the stable. Um, you don't really have much of a choice but to but to kill it. Unfortunately, because if it if a snake bites a horse, you pretty much have to put the horse down. Uh, there's there's really no no recovering from that. Um, so, you know, I, I would have to, what if, what happens if a horse bites a snake? Oh, the snake becomes a, a spider horse. That makes absolute sense. Horse snake man. Um, uh, no, but, uh, the, I, I've killed, uh, many, 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 uh, only poisonous ones and only when they're in the, uh, in the barn with, with a horse, because it, it, it's just, it's impossible to try to get one of those things out of a barn. Um, and again, they bite a horse. You pretty much have to put it down. Now, all that being said, um, after killing, cause I did it when I was very young and I feel, feel guilty about it. Uh, so I started to, um, whenever I would kill a snake, uh, I would eat it because at least that felt like proper, right? This, this story took a turn. Like you would, you would let it drip its blood in, in your mouth. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. wow. the, the trick is, uh, when, when they're poisonous, you have to, you have to cut the head off very quickly or else, uh, the venom will get back, uh, into the, into the snake's meat. You don't want that. Um, so as soon as you, you, you try to kill the bite, initially just whacking the head off um oh, hold on let me let me write this down real quick okay. <laughs> yeah go ahead you gotta whack the head off okay whack the head off okay i'm familiar with this technique uh-huh. okay uh but let me tell you they're very easy to dress what okay when i say dress i mean I skirt going sensible for. heel <laughs> heel single heel single heel <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're they're very easy. So dressing is when you basically prep an animal for 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 uh, consumption. Um, so they're very easy to to, to dress. Um, and let me tell you this right now: uh, snake is absolutely fucking delicious. It is incredibly. I'm take delicious. your word for that. Um, have you ever had alligator? I've not. Uh, it tastes very similar to alligator. My dad um, loves alligator. <laughs> is that helpful? It's yeah. Good. I d- <laughs> Alligator is fucking for delicious. It. They'll sell uh, they'll sell sometimes like fried like fried little alligator uh, oh. at like fairs and stuff. But I've never found yeah. like they've either been out or I haven't found one before. My my Ooh. dad's a big fan, but yeah, get, I, I would try a, that at least. Get a gator with some blackened seasoning on it. Oh, you're you you're gonna be in heaven. It's delicious. Stephen, you love spice. This is wonderful. I love spice and I, I love alligators and eating snakes, you know. <laughs> um, this story took a, while, a big turn. I didn't expect you to end up eating the snake uh, at the end of that. But um, it's good. I wasn't, it's really good. I wasn't so uh, so hurt by, by seeing the snake on there. Um, that effect, uh, I guess, was real. But the, the other effects... Uh, I was trying to say earlier who they were done by, and they were uh, done by Tom Savini. I texted you guys a, yes. a picture mm-hmm. of Tom Savini dressing up a little Jason that comes out of the water at the end. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, some of these are, are pretty rad. I think he ended up doing some of the sequels as well. I'm not sure, but um, I found him. He did from, not from the do two or three. I, I, okay, I, gotcha. I think he may have come back for four. I'd have to look at but he definitely did not do two or three. Because right in on. the, uh, I believe it was the third movie, um, uh, they they pick up a uh, Fangoria magazine, and uh, uh, the first page they they turn to is like 
Tom Savini, the master, whatever. Oh yeah, uh, but that's cool. He wasn't even he didn't do anything in the movie, but I think it was just like kind of to to pay respects to uh, yeah, to, right, to right. the god. Yeah, yeah, um, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then um, right when we were just talking about this, uh, our our friend and frequent guest Allison had texted my wife and I. I guess she is watching these in preparation for our series as well, and she said, "Are the campers at Crystal Lake on Friday the thirteenth supposed to be teenagers?" Or post high school young people, <laughs> because all of them are clearly like forty years old, right? Well, like, the counselors. Oh yeah. Well, like at the, uh, it's like in the the third movie, I believe. Uh, there's that one guy who's like a hunk. He's like a corn fed hunk who's like uh, pulling like bales of hay up uh, mm. to like a loft or whatever. That guy is conservatively. 46 years old yeah and he's talking to this girl that's supposed to be like 18 19 whatever it's it's so funny I'm like there's no fucking way the dude. one with no shirt on just like cut off shorts and like the yeah. neckerchief oh man that's a look yeah that guy Oof. i'm like they get, look the guy looks good you know there's no yeah. disputing that but he's not for 46 he's, he's gonna be yeah he's gonna be catching in his social security checks within a, a decade or so so you know yeah, it was a little, little skeevy when he uh, he was hitting on her. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I did want to mention though, uh, if we're if we're heading on to other movies, that um, Pamela Voorhees when we do see her, I think this is one of uh, my mm-hmm. favorite parts of the movie is just her unhinged performance. She's seen, if I remember oh, right, yeah. she she wasn't an actress for this type of like she didn't do stuff like this and didn't really understand it. Um, just kind of came to set and just knocked it out of the fucking park. And uh, it makes me think of Scream Two, uh, or Scream Two makes me think of this like the uh, the unhinged uh, woman killer. And uh, mm-hmm. I just think this one is, is stellar. She's she really freaks me out. And I like that they use her later on in the movies, like her mm-hmm. her head, at least, um, <laughs> which uh, which is a nice, scary moment. in some of the other ones as well. But, uh, yeah, I really dig her. Uh, that's Betsy Palmer. She was she was great. Yeah. And she wasn't she a soap opera actress or, or am I thinking of something different? Uh, she might have been. I'm trying to look up right now. She was. She, uh, she, she was like a she, she was one of those, you know, day players. She she did a ton of. Mm. Uh, you know, single episodes uh, here and there on different different television shows. The 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 funny thing she she said that the only reason she did this movie was because she needed a new car. Um, yeah, right. so yeah, like she, she, just, she yeah, it was a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but also, then, like her her like blue sweater is iconic oh, now, it's right? Totally, like, it's the whole yeah. look. Going back to uh, the the third movie, I know we're not there yet, but that same uh, corn fed hunk. He has on a sweater that's like reminiscent of it. Yes. So I was like, is that supposed to tie in thematically or I whatever? Think, but I think, I think it was is. just like they bought two sweaters or something <laughs> like that. So <laughs> they had one left over. So they had. But. Well, and I don't know if you guys, yeah. if you guys noticed, um, but on the uh, whenever she gets beheaded, um, you see her hands kind of come up like. Uh, mm. Oh yeah! If you, if you if you look closely, uh, they are very very hairy hands uh, <laughs> because that was actually Tom Savini. Um, hey, oh that's funny. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. He he did a lot of the he did a lot of the stunts uh, in, in in this movie. Um, the uh, the the when they first um, are, are kind of all gathering and they go to the uh, the archery range. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but that that arrow that gets fired at that uh, hay bale, which she's standing right next to, um, I think it was uh, oh, who I can't think of the actress's name, but she's standing right next to it. And that arrow, I mean, is two feet away from her. 
and uh, is shot powerfully enough to to stick in that hay bale. That, that was actually shot by uh, Tom Savini. She was standing next to it. There was no. I think there was minimal uh, safety precautions taken on this movie, considering it's the eighties. It was shot yeah. for five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's crazy, oh, really? man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think this movie looks pretty good. You know, like all things considered, like. $500,000. I feel like they stretched that pretty well. Oh, this movie is gorgeous. It, it really it's, is. Yeah. There, there it is really some, holds up. I mean, the, the saturation, the, uh, the, the colors, the, 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 the crispness of the film. Like, I was shocked. I, I watched this uh, on, on, you know, 4K uh, big screen, and Jesus Christ, I was blown away by just how beautiful the movie looks. I don't know if whoever did the transfer just really spent some time on yeah. it, but uh, for a movie that's considered to be such, you know, trashy, low, lowbrow cinema, uh, it looks really fucking good. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about Pamela Voorhees being the killer real quick. So, yeah. Ross, what did you think when you first found out that she was the killer in this movie? Did you know before you actually watched the movie? Yeah, I think it was just one of those things that, like, it was like a playground thing. Like, oh, did you know that, you know, Jason isn't even in the first one? Like, I feel like I'd heard about that, you know, way before I ever saw the movie. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a shot. And honestly, I can't even, I don't really even remember the, like the first time I watched it. Um, like I don't have a distinct memory of it, but, uh, yeah, I definitely knew that the, like the twist was, I knew what the twist was before I ever watched it. Man, playgrounds were like, it's like Darth Vader. <laughs> playgrounds <laughs> were just like riddled with spoilers back in the day. Oh, you man. couldn't like escape them. It wasn't until I became an adult and we stopped playing on playgrounds. Well, <laughs> some of us did. Some of us got <laughs> fucked up on them. That's but, what uh, got you. The, the spoiler stopped, you know. So yeah, got my got my own ass. Maybe you spoiled something for someone. <laughs> that took you down. Stephen, how did uh, how did you first uh, hear about Pamela Voorhees? Did you watch it on film, or did you hear about it before watching it? I don't remember the first time. It felt like it was just one of those things, like Darth Vader. You just it was just like a spoiler known by everybody. Um, and I really do yeah. wonder for both of those things if I had been able to watch it with that in mind, like not knowing. That'd be really interesting, but um, I don't even think that really detracts from it. It just is what it is. Um, I find this series interesting that we're doing because Jason is iconic for a mask that he doesn't even attain until the third movie, and he's not even in the yeah. first movie, like, technically. Um, not not in any kind of incarnation that we know of. So, yeah, it's, like, so interesting to think of something so iconic, and it, was, it took three movies to even get there. But uh, Jason's yeah. hockey mask was just as synonymous as, like, knowing his mom was the killer in the first one. Um, we've been rewatching mm-hmm. the Scream series because we watch them all the time. And uh, also through that alone, like, that's one of the questions that she gets wrong in the very beginning, Drew Barrymore and Scream. So that movie was only 16, movie, 16 years after this. And uh, they, they talk about it. And it's, you know, something that people were kind of aware of through that as well. Like, it perpetuated the storyline of this movie or whatever so uh yeah i'd be curious to know yeah. like what this was like watching it fresh but um i don't think it detracts from it either so it works for me yeah okay yeah well you that's good um uh yeah i thought i thought it was uh the first time i heard it i was like eh, what but it's Jason. It's a Jason movie. Right. These, these movie makers didn't make a Jason movie right, you know? <laughs> you got to put Jason in that mask. Oops. But, um, yeah, so well, it, this is the first time I've, I'm actually, like, seeing how it played out. And she gives, like, the backstory with the, the two camp counselors that were making out instead of watching Jason. And then he drowned in the lake. Yeah. Uh, or so we thought. You know, he makes that triumphant 
uh, reappearance toward the end of the movie. He says, um, I can swim, bitch. Takes yeah. it down. <laughs> <laughs> Leapfrog, jump. And then he like grabs her by the neck. Um, so is this your first time ever watching it, Brent? Yeah, I, f- I feel like, oh, wow. uh, like cohesively outside of like the, the realm of like bits and pieces on TV sure. over the years. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, yeah, this is it. Crazy. So, yeah. But I, I do feel like uh, Jason is and probably has been uh, my favorite slasher for a while. Ooh. I just feel like I just feel like he's kind of a good dude, you know, like <laughs> he, you're on his turf. Right. You know? It's your fault. Right. It's your fault. Like, don't be a camp counselor. Try that. There are plenty of occupations out mm-hmm. there. Mustard bottle designer. Oh, yeah. Uh, aquarium mover. Mm-hmm. Um, president of the United States. These are all good options. You know, these are all the options. All equal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they all have so much power uh, in, in their roles. <laughs> Moving toward the, the end of this movie, uh, the final girl, Alice, she kills Pamela Voorhees, and I uh, cackled when she just, like, straight up chopped her head off. That part, I don't think I knew. Mm. I thought yeah. she just got, like, stuck in the stomach or something like that. She cuts her head off. That head goes fucking flying, you know? It's and awesome. Then, um, yeah, it was so funny. And then uh, to get away, she hops in a canoe and then slowly floats away <laughs> rather than, like, <laughs> taking a Jeep, that Jeep that was there that uh, Pamela drove up in uh, to safety or whatever. I know there's a dead person in it, but, you know, you, you got to <laughs> you, you gotta escape while you can. That was another thing is um, in that cabin that Alice was trying to fend off uh, the killer from uh, before we knew it was Pamela like somebody gets thrown through a window where they start beating on the door or something like that. And then later we saw uh, the the Jeep pull up. So it does like Pamela Voorhees go and like bang on the door and then like haul ass up the road, hop in the Jeep and then drive around like she's going to be the 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 rescue person. Was that the is that how the, the series of events would stack? Oh, up? you're thinking about it again. That's we what I've done. That's what I've done wrong. We told okay, you once, sorry. Brent. <laughs> All right. I'll fall off something real quick. That'll I'll put a quick, <laughs> there, quick stop to it. There Knock is, a few things loose up there. The, there are some uh, ideas that, like a lot of slashers, uh, they teleport, essentially. Because there's like they're, yeah. they're in places they should not be a lot of times. Unless you have two killers, like in the Scream franchise. Uh, but a lot of these, I don't know. Like Michael does that, too, where he just is in places you shouldn't be or disappears from places you should be or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Like the ball pit of a Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, man. <laughs> That's how Michael dies. Like in the end of Terminator 2, just the thumbs up. <laughs> what a way to go. What a way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys want to move on to part two? Yeah. Do you have any nose, Ross? I've got, I've got, a, I've got a few things um, uh, here. Uh, so, so the, uh, the movie um, is in a weird way kind of a reverse psycho, if you think about it. Um, because in, in Psycho... I was told not to think about it. Well, this is where it gets confusing. Well, you can think about this part. And okay. only this part. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so, so in Psycho, uh, you know, you, you think the entire time that uh, it is uh, uh, Norman Bates's mother uh, mm-hmm. that is doing the, doing the killing, and then you find out oh. that it's, it's actually Norman Bates dressing up as her mother, his mother. Uh, whereas in this movie... Uh, you're thinking the entire time that it's Jason, uh, but it turns out to be Pamela, 
she's not really dressing up as Jason, but it's sort of like the 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 gender uh, reversal thing, uh, which uh, I thought was kind of uh, neat. I guess mm-hmm. I've never seen Psycho, so it, it, they try to lead you to think. Wow, you just spoiled it for him. Let me fall off something yet again. Um, so do they do they try to lay out clues to make you think that it's the mother that's the killer? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I did not know that. Oh, you should watch huh? Psycho. Yeah. But your, your point is, is true, Ross. I, I agree with that. And it is kind of like the reverse. Yeah, it's it's not a, it's not a it's it's not a perfect uh thing but but it is it is is kind of like that similar uh lead you down one road and then kind of swerves right. and, and and comes back on you so it's kind of a mm. shocker there surprise right on um i do love the uh the extended scene of the cop uh naming 50 different slang terms for marijuana mm. <laughs> um, always a good scene in any kind of movie right <laughs> yeah. i didn't write them down but uh, go check them out they're really fun it's a lot of fun uh, the, the the movie, I don't know, I, like I said, I stepped away for a second, so you guys may have touched on this, but uh, was shot for $500,000, but uh, globally took in $59 million. Ooh. Holy shit. Yes. That's like twice the amount. <laughs> it's, fucked yeah, up. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the working title for the movie uh, was called Long Night at Camp Blood. Hmm. Interesting. Like, I feel like it's more descriptive. Yeah. It's but I don't know if it's as catchy. You know, franchise worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's like they, they want us to know it's uh, Friday the 13th so we can eventually celebrate Jason's birthday. That's the whole thing. Exactly. That's what they're getting around to, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the French version, uh, instead of calling him Jason, his name was Jackie. <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> Jackie Voorhees. I can't. I can't take that seriously. <laughs> I know it's it's ridiculous, uh, but apparently they uh, they the later dubs they they started calling him Jason again. Uh, but yeah, initially it was uh, Jackie Voorhees. Jackie takes uh, Manhattan. That's interesting. That's like in uh, in England back in the day they used to call them Teenage Mutant Hero mm. Turtles because Ninja was like a no no right. thing back then. Yeah, couldn't have the nunchucks either. So yeah, yeah, the nunchucks. Like yeah, <laughs> like. The, the most holy of weapons. <laughs> the, the least deadly of all the weapons. <laughs> it's the one they couldn't show. <laughs> least Ridiculous. useful for sure, I would think. Nunchucks? Nunchaka? Mm-hmm. Yes. Seems yeah. like uh, whenever I used them, and I was a professional, I only hit myself. So I don't. I never <laughs> saw them as a really effective we- weapon, you know? Well, you were working through something. So Listen, that's a little yeah. bit different. I don't yeah. want to talk about my self-harm days with nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying uh, to recreate Ross, have... Brent's traumatic yeah. brain injury. <laughs> I didn't hit myself in the right spot. Hey, you can try. <laughs> you can try, man. I perfected it. <laughs> I dare you to try. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's all I've yeah. got for the uh, for the first movie. For part one? Yeah. Right on. Hell yeah. Well, let's move on to part two. This one was uh, from 1981, just one year later, back when they yeah. used to do that thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Get them out fast, Some man. immediate sequel? Yeah. Uh, Steven, what do you have on this one for the uh, cast and crew? This one was directed by Steve Miner. Uh, looks like this was his directorial debut. Now, Brent, this is important for our further trilogy down the month whenever we do the uh, Halloween sister trilogy that ends in... Oh, yes. Well, for me, it ends in H2O because Steve Miner directed <laughs> H2O. So Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. 
Um, so he directed two. Oh, I'm going to be watching for a baghead. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be watching for that. He directed two and three. I thought he only did two until today. Whenever I started three, and I realized he did that one as well. So uh, how was he? In, how was he involved with the first one? Or was he Steve Miner? Uh, he I don't yeah. know if he was. Um, I didn't see his name listed on the Wikipedia. Okay. And it's already closed. So I said <laughs> he was. I think he was like a he was like a low level um, day play like henchman. Yeah, like a no, crew was like a, Yeah, not even an uh, AD. He was like a he was there, but this, this was not like a uh, like a professional. The, at least the first one was not like a super professional. Uh, uh, movie he was set. associate <laughs> producer on the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, that, a lower that, level. That he yeah. was a gopher, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he gave pretty much. He gave Jackie Voorhees a hand job, and that's how we got the role. We all know it. Okay. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> uh, so he directed it. Um, this one was, uh, oh, this has only a small cast list. Uh, Adrian King, uh, Amy Steele, and John Fury are the people listed on here. Um, we also mm-hmm. have Stir Charno um, as Jason Unmasked as Warrington Gillette, and then Steve Daskowitz is masked. Uh, Walt Gurney as Crazy Ralph, very important to mention him as well. <laughs> he uh, reprises his role. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's uh, a few it's other people in there as well. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I didn't remember this one as well. Uh, I, all I really remembered of it is that it starts with the final girl from the first one, like living in yeah. some apartment. Uh, that's all I mm-hmm. ever remember from this. And then it, it takes its other, you know, turn where it's like, um, you know, five years later and there's like a school of camp counselors on the same lake, but um, a different, a different camp i guess or whatever um mm-hmm. and i've forgotten too like now that i know the others in the series like there are, there's somewhere it's just like people in a house sometimes it's camp counselors uh, i didn't realize they do this uh, like the third one is just like people in a house as well like they really do it's just kind of around the lake just people around this lake yeah. he's just really protective of his water he just wants <laughs> his water sports and he wants no one around when he does it exactly yeah he's waiting he's trying to get like a nice freeze come winter right. time so he can play hockey he just got this he's new hockey mask and everything. not not yet <laughs> not in this movie but he's looking forward to it he's gonna build a team it's gonna be great i love it so uh yeah, yeah which is wild go. because if you think about it so it takes place five years later but it released mm-hmm. the next year so you're already like they're jumping way into right. the future, mm-hmm. half a decade in the future, which is pretty pretty weird. Well, I wonder if they were trying to compensate for Jason being a, a tiny ass little uh, tadpole boy in the first mm-hmm. movie toward the end of it, and then he's like a full grown ass adult in this. Goes like, froggy. What do you say? Like five years? <laughs> yeah. yeah, five years is probably good. Already, it makes you know. No we'll just tell sense. the kids that they come see this. It's it's been five years. It came out last year it's been five years don't worry about it you think it too hard um so one thing that this movie does and i think even the next one is um something that i think is hilarious they they do this in the rocky movies which i watched earlier this year as well which is the beginning of this movie is the last like five to ten minutes Mm -hmm. of the previous movie almost in total right like you you could just go see it, you know. They didn't have VHS or any way to rewatch this movie outside of just like going to a theater at that time. So I suppose it works if uh, you're trying to remind the audience how the last one ended and how it works in the continuity of this one. Uh, or if people have never seen the first one, they can kind of get in on the ground floor 
with this one and then you just like start off and you're like oh some grandma was a killer okay i guess, okay, I guess. sure right yeah, yeah she was, seems awfully strong i guess and now baghead's here <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that this, uh, I don't know if it's still the case, but uh, at the time it held the record for the longest cold open. I think it was like almost 20 minutes, which is insane that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you don't even get to the credits for 20 minutes. It's all like that's almost a fifth of the movie um, yeah. uh, is just a, <laughs> just a recap of the first one and then mm-hmm. a little bit of setup yeah, like the. Uh... The thing I liked about the the first movie's intro, whenever we get to the logo, is like the 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 thirteen comes at the screen and you see gra- uh, glass break. Hell but it's, yeah! It's like just a portion of the screen. It's not like the entire screen that you see. Yeah, it's just like a tiny square, sl- uh, just slightly larger than the logo itself. But we didn't have that for this one, or uh, I don't think it happened in the third one either. The third one's going in your the, face. No, but you know what does happen? Um, it fucking explodes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 These movies know exactly what they are. That's why they're awesome. Yeah. Right. It's incredible. Uh-huh. They lean into it for sure. Um, so this movie is uh, where Jason becomes the ongoing villain, villain, villain. the ongoing villain of the series. Uh, but uh, he's aged up quite a bit since the last movie. And uh, like we said, it takes place five years after the uh, first movie as well. I like that they go to Jason's shack in the woods in this movie. Hell yeah. I was like, God damn, this should have been an episode of MTV's Cribs, you oh, know? Baby. <laughs> they roll up on Jason's his little shack, his little shanty. He's like, come on in, come on in. This is where I keep my rats. Red man is just like smoking weed on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the dude show his toilet. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got plumbing, you know? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to clean it, but uh, <laughs> you can only do what you can do, you know? Keeps his mom's head in the refrigerator because he takes it to he takes it to you know other people's houses and then he's got to come back and put it in his house the whole thing you got to keep it where you got that's what he uses to transport dip you know (laughs) (laughs) he takes her scalp off (laughs) yeah oh god that made me sick (laughs) uh ross have you seen the 2009 friday the 13th reboot um, I did see it at the time. I have not seen it since, so it's it's been, okay. been quite a while since I've seen that. It's not great or anything, but uh, in terms that of the reboots, my takeaway, yeah. it's it's my favorite. Like it's grown on me because it is terrible, and for some reason I like it for various reasons. But one of them is it does. I realized the more I watch the other the old ones that it does some of the th- same things. Like it has a cold open that is in, essentially an entire movie. Uh, where it takes place with, like, five characters that get, uh, like, attacked by Jason and stuff, and then, like, 30 minutes into the movie, there's a whole new cast that comes in with the brother... Yeah, with the brother of one of the girls from the first cast, and then you're like, oh, we're in a whole new movie. Like, they they basically recap some of these and then, like, do more of them. But uh, my main reason for bringing it up is you brought up the shack that they go to. I didn't realize that these older movies kind of do this, too, what they propose in that version is that he did mm. stay alive. He watched his mom get beheaded. And now, essentially, he is a doomsday prepper in his shack in the woods. And he is right. just literally protecting his territory. He has a lot more, like, bear traps around. He has, like, underground traps for them. Uh, and they play yeah. up that that whole thing, which is weird in that movie because it's not what I think of Jason. But then I watch these and I'm like, oh, there are aspects of that. He is kind of just protecting his territory and... Essentially, if no one would go there, no one would die uh, sure. until he goes to Manhattan because yeah. he needed a vacation. Well, 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, I love I love that one. I love eight so much. I don't care. That one was kind of yeah was kind of funny takes vancouver i hadn't yeah right i hadn't seen that one either uh all of these movies that brings up another point for me because that one and uh i had noticed as well but every one of these movies especially compared to the other slasher films like michael and and freddie uh these movies are fucking horny oh yes so many people are having sex there's so many just butts and tits just like straight up just shown for like five minutes straight you know like let's just yeah, watch yeah. this girl walk across the entire side of the lake you know uh, i was i was fine with that <laughs> yeah. I, won't, I won't go side for that one terry in this movie is that the one that's uh muffin's owner she owns that little dog yeah, oh she's i got like the, muffin's she's owner got the short hair she uh i don't know she, she got, got like the crop top mm-hmm. mickey mouse shirt Fu- yeah yeah fuck yes. yeah she, oh my god that, Dude, that was my literal next note is she's a babe i was like holy shit <laughs> i don't want to be not, a, i don't want to be like too much of a of a perv but jesus fucking christ she is a smoke show <laughs> yeah she, her name is kirsten wow. baker yes oh okay yeah it's a good um, look though it's like daisy dukes with the mickey mouse shirt um, oh my god it's a whole look yeah, that and does I think everything th- for me right there. <laughs> That's a thing from this era, though, right? Like, we don't want to be a bunch of pervs, but at the same time, that was like an '80s slasher trope. And this movie, I realized more than the other ones. I um, mean, there's like a little bit in the other, like in Halloween. There's uh, there's stuff, and and Freddy, Freddy, there's a little bit. But in these movies, they're like, no, this is we know this is what people are here for. At least the teenage boys yeah. are here for this. Mm-hmm. And uh, those right. teenage boys grew up, and they're us now. And Man, these chicks can still get it. Sorry. (laughs) Absolutely. It's like the two things you were forbade from seeing back in the day was uh, graphic violence and then sex. And this Mm. was both. So that was that was like the main draw, right? Like, sure, you had the unbridled sex appeal of Pamela Voorhees in the first movie. But (laughs) now she was she was I mean, I thought she was looking pretty good. She was a hot grandma. She's a she's a gilf. You like that sweater? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think that um, Kirsten Baker uh, knows exactly what she was doing because um, right before this mo- these movies came out, she did Gas Pump Girls and Teen Lust, both from 1979. <laughs> so I bet you can find some more cool cool shots of her if you want if you wanted to find it out. You know, <laughs> we need a real Kristen Baker type. And we can get her. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of like the, the, the horniness of it, um, there's the, the, the one guy, Mark, who's in a wheelchair and I think they call him scooter or something mm-hmm. like that, which I was like, I don't know if that's a very 80s thing right, as but, well. Yeah. 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 But, um, I love that they let him be like the cool guy of the group. And then also that one girl, Vicky is like super into him. Oh, hell yeah. And it's, it's not like, there's nothing like ableist about it. She's just like. All, all over him. She's like, "Does your dick work?" Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> I got no complaints. And then, uh, my, my favorite part of their uh, whole story is uh, at a certain point, she like goes off to her room and uh, she's been flirting, flirting with him for a little while, and uh, she's like going through her clothes and she holds up a pair of like silk brown panties. Brown, like, was, oh yeah, <laughs> these these are sexy as fuck. You I know? was like, like, it's just like the colors have got to be off, right? It's not brown, yeah. but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's brown. <laughs> I've never adjusted the uh, my monitor like settings for my TV, but I was tempted. I was like, is this supposed did this like hot pink somehow age on the film and become like a shit brown? Because that's like that's that's almost like the one color you don't want out of underwear because it just immediately conjures poop, you Mm -hmm. know? Right. That 
I don't know. It's a it's a look, man. It's a thing. She was really excited about him. And uh, she was excited, you know. And that's that's kind of all you can ask for. It's her lucky lucky undies. Yeah. Yeah. Um so obviously Jason's in this movie, but he doesn't look like Jason. Uh he's got a bag head and uh one <laughs> hole cut in his eye. And then uh also he runs. He runs in this movie and I know him as a like lumbering fellow, you mm. know. You can kind of yeah. outrun Jason, but Stephen, like you said, sometimes he'll just appear out of nowhere, you know, depending right. on camera placement really, uh or you know, whatever the movie needs him to do, he he can do. But uh yeah, I'm, I'm used to him just kind of like slowly stalking through the woods, but he was a he was a runner in this one. I didn't even really notice that. He I do like I don't mind the lumbering thing. Um, like with Michael or with with Jason, mm. it, it works. Yeah, I prefer. There's it. no really, really, really for them to go a lot of times in these movies. So yeah. uh, they they make it work for me. And uh, yeah. I don't remember him actually running in this one. He does that in the 2009 one. He's definitely really fast. But uh, I watched all of these within the last like 24 hours. All three of these movies, so they're they're all blending oh, yeah. together in one one movement right now. <laughs> but um, right, yeah. He's uh, the baghead look, though. I know, Brent, you weren't a huge fan of the Fear Street movies, but that's what they were doing in the second one. That's like a summer camp, uh, like 1979 or whatever. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Uh, 1978 yeah. or something. Um, they're doing like uh, the, the, the Jason part two, you know, baghead. And um, and it works in that movie for me as well. So, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like it, it like in this world, it does make sense more so than like a hockey mask. But the it's hockey so mask weird, is though, so right? iconic. It, right. it just looks so good yeah. that I'm like, yeah, I, I just, you know, I know what we eventually get to. And I'm just like kind of eager to get there. You know? For sure. Um, Ross, what do you think about uh, the baghead look? I like it. Um, I didn't like it at first. Um, I thought, it, you know, obviously you 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 know you're used to the 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 hockey mask that's the yeah. that's the standard um but uh the more like i i kind of go back and and rewatch these cuz uh, generally every uh, every year uh around october i try to uh watch all, all of them um mm. in, in order um and the more the more i go back and rewatch them the more i really uh i really enjoy uh, the second one a lot hmm. actually it's like one of my favorite Friday the 13th right um, my favorite is part 4 uh, hey. I think part 4 is just the uh, final chapter phenomenal movie um, that's the last one uh-huh. <laughs> that's one of my favorite uh, as well that's the start of the Tommy Jarvis stuff and it's it fucking rules man it really does um, I love part 6 also but it's more of like yeah. a comedy um uh kind of kind of silly but uh it's it's so right. much fun um but i think as far as like uh being a good balance of it being scary uh being really well shot um just on on a, on a technical level um it's it's definitely uh, in the upper echelon of, of friday the 13th movies mm-hmm. yeah. um but i think like if i if i were going to uh, like introduce someone to Friday the Thirteenth. That would be one of, if not the first movie that I would show them, um, because I think it's it just it, it's firing on all cylinders. It's uh, it's you know uh, accessible for for people who aren't familiar with the franchise. Um, but uh, it's I don't know. I, I I really love the fourth one. Just just so 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 much. Right. Um, yeah. But uh what what so so Brent you have you been watching all of them? Uh I've watched these first 3. Okay. 
Yeah, just for this record. Yeah. So you you haven't watched anything beyond? You've never seen four? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Is is that when he goes to Manhattan? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He does a lot in his final chapter. He takes, he takes Vancouver. <laughs> and number four, that's the Tommy Jarvis starts off as, as Corey Feldman as a little kid. Yeah. And then oh. five, he comes back as uh, it's like also a time jump, and he comes back as like a teenager. <laughs> And then six, he's like an older, a different actor, like a little bit older. And it is really goofy, but man, it's a lot of fucking fun. Seven, there's a girl with uh, uh, telekinetic powers in it. So it really gets, what? it really goes places, Brent. You're <laughs> Interesting, okay. <laughs> this, this is one of the weirdest series out of all of them. And they're all like, all three of the main, you know, main ones are, are pretty weird, but. Wasn't the uh, telekinesis one, wasn't that supposed to be like Jason versus Carrie? Or that was I like the idea. Like, like she's yeah. like a Carrie like person. Yeah. Uh, Carrie versus Jackie. Carrie, Carrie, <laughs> Carrie v. Jackie. <laughs> Dawn of nothing. Uh, so uh, I, I, you know, we can't talk about Friday the 13th part two and not bring up the fact that Jason gets kicked in the nards, mm. which, you know, if you're into like horror at all, you should know about the Monster Squad. You should know Wolfman got nards. Mm-hmm. And Jason clearly has nards Jason, as well. Right. Yeah. Got those danglers. <laughs> Just bobbing in the toilet. Uh, what do we think about uh, Jason's shrine to his mother? That's probably That's um, normal. We, we yeah. all have this, right? It's sweet. I mean, it's his, it. it's his dip chip bowl, you know, and he puts it on a pedestal like you should. So, yeah. <laughs> That's important to any snacking adventure, and he, he really knows how to do it upright. So he makes his rotel. <laughs> like at Christmas time, he puts up one of those little like Christmas trains that like goes around her head in a circle. <laughs> she's looking good still, you know. She can still get it from that first one we were talking about her. You know, it looks like she's lost some weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ben, ben Lavoie, you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She lost about a hundred pounds, maybe a little more. Oh, yeah, a little shit. bit. A little bit. Pretty crazy. Man. She's on that keto. How much does the soul weigh? Like 0. 0.5 ounces. <laughs> Uh, one thing that was surprising to me is like I knew the, the 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 frog boy Jason from the end of the first movie. He like pops up out of the lake or whatever. It's been referenced a lot in uh, different films. You know, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to the Druid's hand. No spoilers, but yeah, kind of spoilers. <laughs> um, but uh, I was surprised to see something similar happens in this movie as well. It's uh, uh, he busts through that window with his mask off. This is the uh, the, mm-hmm. the different actor that plays Jason that you had mentioned yeah, yeah. Uh, at the top of this discussion, Stephen. And uh, I was surprised to see that uh, Jason has like one mutton chop as he's like <laughs> jumping through the window. I forgot about this version of maskless Jason. Uh, again, yeah. like in four, you see him without it. And I thought that was the first time I really see him. But I, because I, I hadn't forgotten about these, but uh, they show him a lot and he's, he's much different than I remembered or expected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they're pretty consistent with the, uh, I don't know what you'd even call it, the, 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 the kind of side of his face that's messed up. It looks like almost like yeah. growths or, I don't know, like they, they joke about him being the like deformity. a... deformity. They don't say it so nicely, but a special needs child. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it's a drowning thing, if it's like he, I don't know, like there's, the lore is kind of all over the place as well, but um, I mm. like the look of him, mask or maskless. It's, it's all kind of just creepy to see that giant hulking man come after you. I think a good like uh, way to explain Jason's like kind of weird smashed head is that when he was crowning, when Mm. uh, Pamela was giving birth to him, she sneezed and then it just like (laughs) squeezed a little bit. 
And he hit the wall or something? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> all right, that, that's that's all my notes for part two. Do you guys have any other notes for uh, the second movie? Uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a couple here. Um, Go for it. So uh, the budget on this was uh, $1.25 million, uh, but ended up bringing in $21.7 million. So oh, okay. respectable. Not, not, not as much as the first movie, but uh, certainly uh, yeah, a respectable amount of uh, uh, profit there. Well, you know, people back then were like, I'll just wait till it hits streaming. That's fine. <laughs> right. Not <laughs> yeah. a big deal. Really common. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh so, so uh, there, there was a uh, movie called The Town That Dreaded Sundown, yeah. which is loosely based on an actual uh, uh, series of true events. It took, took place in uh, Texarkana um, uh, with a uh, man that wore a burlap mask and uh, killed uh, multiple people. They, they, never, they don't think they actually, actually ever found the person that did it, although several people have claimed uh, to have been responsible, but they don't have a definitive answer that, uh, uh, so he could still be out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they hired him for this movie. Yeah, he exactly. was the baghead Jason. <laughs> Tom Samini. I'm going to the movies. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to be a shah. <laughs> Wait a second. Ted Cruz. <laughs> Hold on a second. Where was he? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Would not shock me. Um,. Uh, Terry, just goddamn, just fucking on my face, please. Um, <laughs> uh, See, I have such a hard time of keeping track of all of the people's names because mm-hmm. they maybe say them once, and then I'm like, I don't, I can't keep track of them. She's she's the babe. Oh, okay. She's the, the she's babe. the one with the 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 Mickey Mouse shirt and the Daisy Duke oh, okay. little uh, little little pants, and she was just a yeah. fucking smoke show. And she gets mm-hmm. butt ass naked, and you see full on. You see yeah, some that of was surprising bush. to me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> just I, that one really. She I like just we circled back to out, Terry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. the star of the show. Because um, you know, sometimes with when, when you when you go back and watch eighties horror movies, uh, there'll be the and look. I don't want to body shame. It's, it's not my personal thing. But the uh, the the big, you know, the this was when breast implants were fairly new and uh, not very uh, they weren't perfected. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of a lot of eighties horror uh, movies uh, have really bad boobs, um, <laughs> but hers were you know on that row and uh, just fucking fire bra. Um, not a joke. She just smoke show and a half. I I can't talk enough about her. Let's just make this is now a Terry <laughs> podcast. Um, I, I love that uh, Jason is polite. There's like several instances where uh, he, he like gently closes doors. I know he's sneaking around, but it just it just it makes it just cracks me up that he's this big lumbering. Uh, monster, but like gently closes doors. Someone might uh, have a headache. Don't want to wake the neighbors. Right? Yeah, you don't <laughs> wake people up. They might be napping. Uh, there, there is that uh, one one scene where he sits up out of bed. Uh, that is Ooh. fucking terrifying. Um, he just like slowly. It's kind of it's it's a little bit of a um, uh, Mike Myers. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know where he he sits up after being stabbed. Uh, it, it's kind of got that same same thing, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's super 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 creepy when Jason does it. Um, 
I think it'd be funny if like uh, one of the the crew members off screen said, "I'm gonna be late for work." <laughs> you could re-edit that scene. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Can we re-edit that part of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he sits up and uh, says, uh, "I think I'm gonna be late for work." Jason does. This was great. Let's move on. <laughs> Hold on. I got it. So. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> uh, I love the jump scare at the very end. Um, with Jason's mom, uh, popping out of the water. Oh yeah. No, that was, that's the third one. That was the third one. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> but I do okay. like that. I put that on the wrong. Okay. Wrong note. Uh, so then in that case, nope, we're all done. Okay. <laughs> well, let's move on Oops. to, uh, to, to part three then. Steven, do you want to give us the cast list on this one? Yeah. Cast uh, once again, directed by Steve Miner. Um, the, this one is starring... Dana Kimmel, Paula Kratka, Paul, Paul Kratka, Tracy Savage, Jeffrey Rogers, Catherine Parks, uh, Larry Zerner, David Katims, Rachel Howard, Richard Brooker as Jason in this one. Uh, I think all of them have had a different Jason so far. Um, that's mm-hmm. another thing, too, is like uh, Kane Hodder ends up becoming Jason in part seven, the one with the telekinetic chick. And uh, mm-hmm. he's he does it for the next few of them. And he, People really like a lot of fans like him and stuff, and he'll show up on those documentaries as well, like the horror documentaries or ones about this. But um, I've never been a huge fan of his. I, once I realized what he showed up in part seven, where Jason is full on zombie mode and he's fucking humongous from that point on, uh, not like a normal dude. Uh, it's just like whatever. But I, I like just Jason in these early movies. I think it works. Um, it's just kind of like a normal guy. You know, like he's he's scary just because he won't stop coming, not because he's like huge. Um, like Mm -hmm. Michael is also like a big dude, but he's just like a regular dude. And, and Rob Zombie's Michael Myers version, he's like a hulking giant fucking man. And it's like, oh, that's a whole different version. I just don't dig it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Mm -hmm. for me, uh, this one works and, uh, he attains the hockey mask in this one, which is pretty rad. And, um, but my main thing is I, I had mentioned last week on our last episode about trying to watch monster house in 3d cause I'm into that. And uh, it didn't quite work for me on that movie. I really wanted to try to get a copy of this. The the Blu-rays that include the 3D version of Friday the 13th Part 3 are over $100, so I decided against it on this go-around. But uh, once I started watching it, because I haven't seen... This is my least-watched sequel, probably. Uh, I realized, like, damn it, I really wish I fucking had that, because it has so, <laughs> so many gimmicks in it. God damn it, it's crazy. Oh, There's yo-yos, popcorn, sticks poking <laughs> out. It's, like, it's so funny. Uh... Because like like Ross said, one is is pretty straightforward. It's a it's a it's a scary movie. Part two as well is a scary movie. Uh, they have jokey parts, but they they are they take themselves seriously. This one they just went like, no, let's do it in three D. Let's do fucking all the gimmicks. Like it's really interesting. It still has scary moments, but it's it's like where it started leading into almost like comedy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the gimmicks that they wrote down were like things they wrote down on a note card over like a quick lunch break. We're like, okay, what can we do to uh, to get some three D right. in this thing? <laughs> and they had like eight things. They're like, uh, yeah, that works. You said broom handle, right? Okay, right. that's definitely going well, in the movie three times. <laughs> three times. The three times. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Forks. Uh, I I I knew that this was a a three D movie, but like I kind of knew it in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching this one. Uh, I was just like, okay, here we are in the third one because it doesn't say 3D right. in like the actual title. But like, as soon as I saw that, like the handle of that like pitchfork or whatever it was pointed at the <laughs> the camera, I was like, here we are. Right. We're in 3D now, baby. They really never they really going into back. It. 
Yeah, um, this one was uh, this one was interesting. So, uh, Stephen, I, I actually prefer the like hulking, like lumbering mm-hmm. uh, version of Jason. Again, you can't beat Freddy versus Jason. You can try, you won't succeed. I'm my looking friend. that up to see if that's Kane Hodder and Freddy versus Jason. I believe it is, but I'm not positive. So I don't. I thought they. Think it is. Yeah, I thought they got a different guy. Ken I think he Kersinger. wanted to be in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where he was. Yeah. Okay, but he's still like a hulking dude. I think in that or version of Jason in that yeah. movie. Yeah, right. But, like, the, the version of Jason that's in part three, he just looks like a guy that's on his way to a business luncheon. You know, he's got, like, a collared shirt. His, his like, his pants kind of look nice. They're, like, maybe jeans or whatever, but his shoes look okay. I'm used to the one where he's, like, his head is all, like, gray and disheveled underneath the right. mask. Like, the one in this movie is just, like, Steven, it's like if you put on the Jason mask, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And, like, it's just, like, a, a clean, bald head. It's you know? <laughs> too clean for you. You need more too too clean. He's almost like Mister Clean of the uh, the right. slashers, you know. I think the most yeah. extreme is uh, Jason goes to hell. Um, he literally looks like uh, somebody like tried to uh, put a hockey mask on like a giant turd. Like it's like <laughs> it's like uh, like protruding out of like the straps and stuff. Oh it, it looks yeah. Insane. Oh right right right. Granted, he's only in it for like a like Jason proper. He's only in it for like a ten minutes of the movie. Right. Maybe. You bringing this up, uh, the 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 weirdest version of Jason jogged my memory. I used to own and have seen Jason X, so those are my two. Oh yeah, right. My two go tos: Freddy versus Jason and Jason X, where he becomes like a superhero kind of, but mm-hmm. in outer space, but outer space Canada. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they really. They really go. This this whole series goes wild, man. Like Freddy is in a dream world. Anything can happen. So, of course, it's almost like even though that one's crazier, maybe anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever. This one is like just kids at summer camp getting attacked. And man, did you mm-hmm. I, I wonder if like anybody in 1980 was like, I bet he's going to end up in space. You know, like <laughs> just there's no fucking yeah. way. Right. Like the or Manhattan or Vancouver, any of them. You know, I didn't think anybody yeah. saw that coming. So, yeah. Well, you know, like the the reason that the spacing happened, right? Um, I don't. It was uh, to fill in the gap while they were waiting to make Freddy versus Jason. Right. They were trying to get a script yeah. nailed down for Freddy versus Jason, and uh, uh, they ended up making Jason X, which uh, <laughs> is a criminally underrated movie. Mm, another fan. Okay. Did, did no one in the that meeting to make Jason X pipe up and be like? What if we just didn't like make this movie? Right. <laughs> we just like, waited. We just wait. We just hold off. You know, it did really well. Like, in all things considered, yeah, it is kind of a fun movie for like it is the uh, the the kitschiness of it. You know, yeah, it's like it's just I don't know. I, it's a, it's an oddity for sure. I only like one part, and it's when they go into like uh, like the holodeck. Or the, yeah. the danger room. <laughs> and then he he attacks the girls, like the summer camp girls in the sleeping bag. And I fucking love that whole scene. And the rest of it, I'm I'm like, it's okay. It's a little, it for me, it's too possibly cheesy. possibly the best kill in all of Friday It's pretty fantastic. Right. That one scene is it's worth watching that movie. Insane. But. <laughs> and then I think there's like an alternate, um, I, th- I want to say there's like an alternate cut or an alternate scene where he roasts them like he just holds mm. the uh the the sack up over the fire and just slowly burns them yeah um, i wonder as opposed to slamming them against the tree 
the tree yeah, is, the, is the funniest part, though. That happens. The, <laughs> the sleeping bag above a fire happens in the reboot. Um, oh, uh, maybe the, that's the, what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah. In okay. the first group. Yeah. Spoiler okay. alert. So sorry. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I also did, as like I said, though, is like I watched that one sometimes and I don't know all of the other sequels. So I'm like, it, it is as terrible as this, the reboot was, they do try to do some homages to the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. And when you know them, it's like, oh, that's fun. That's pretty fun. Like, that they, they mm-hmm. were trying a little bit, you know? Because right, otherwise yeah. it's just a straight cash grab. But, uh, you know, and they yeah. do... That was the other thing, too. Uh, sorry to harp on the, the reboot so much. But they go, he goes through the mask situation, too. Like, he's in a, a burlap sack in the very beginning, I think. And then he kills someone in a barn. And, like, literally in that one, he kills someone in a barn and just feels... Uh, a presence of something and he moves a piece of wood across and there's just a hockey mask sitting straight up like facing him <laughs> with like a light on it <laughs> and he's like that's my mask and he puts it on like looks in the mirror and like he's off you know so uh yeah. they they try their best but uh, it's not that best either so. i would have loved like a uh like a little like uh, shopping montage where he's like out looking for masks or whatever. Like as a gag, he picks up like a, a white William Shatner mask. He looks down the barrel of the camera and rolls his eyes and tosses it behind him. You know? um, so yeah, at the, uh, we're on part three here. Um, again, the beginning of this movie is the end of the previous movie. So it kind of catches you up. I use this time to like use the restroom, go get a snack or whatever. Uh, then I came back and watched the uh, remaining eight minutes of this movie. You know, that's, that's a way to do it. I misspoke on, I'm sorry, before we get too far, I, I misspoke on mm-hmm. Jason X. It, it did not do well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, no, it did, uh, it did poorly. The budget was, uh, around, uh, 12 million and that was like the box office was about 17 so when, when you factor in reality uh, that, that was box office also so so you i'm sure it did pretty well on dvd sales so i'm it, it probably made its money back and then some but not not that great hey man i was supporting the cause you know hey. i bought that dvd oh i know you did i know, I know we watched you it know. a bunch <laughs> it was fun I do love the uh, the budgets for the different ones though, like five hundred and fifty thousand for the first one, one point two five million. Like they made so much money and they still spent, they doubled their budget, but like still not a lot. Like they pocketed a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. The third one looks like two point five. Almost all of them are under five until Jason X goes to fucking fourteen uh, out of nowhere, <laughs> and then Freddy yeah. versus Jason is thirty. But obviously, like yeah. I imagine those That's people, team up like movie. yeah, like yeah. it's team up and. I hope Robert Englund got a good paycheck for that. Oh, I'm um, sure he did. Yeah, but it's like it's was, interesting, you know. That movie did. That movie did pretty well. It did. Yeah, I. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Ah, God, I wanted them to make a a sequel so badly. I know the the sequel was uh, alleged to have been a crossover with uh, the Evil Dead franchise, or oh. Darkness, whichever you know. But yeah, because damn, th- there's like rad. he's supposed to be. The, uh, I think it's Jason Goes to Hell. The the Necronomicon makes a little uh, cameo, little little background really. hidden cameo. So there's like a mm. uh, there's a, there's a theory that uh, Jason is actually a uh, a deadite, mm. which I think is I think is kind of fun. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, he was in a cabin in the woods, you know. Yeah. So yeah. could have been the Evil Dead cabin. And also, I love that there's never really an explanation as to why he keeps coming back. It's just like right. He's back. Well, fuck it. Jason's <laughs> just roll back. with it, man. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, like we were just talking about in part two how like sexy it was and like there was a lot of like 
a lot of skin shown, some uh, oh, just yeah. like full on uh, nudity for the women and just like overall horniness. And like I was watching or I started the third movie and I was like, how can they possibly top that? Like, what are they going to do to increase the like appeal to get young people in there? Like, how could they possibly top themselves mm-hmm, from the second sure. movie with the sex appeal? And then I get to the scene with the grocer shitting on screen <laughs> and you, hear, <laughs> you see his legs sitting on a toilet you hear the fart sounds oh, that's pretty bad i like this Sound is how effects. they do it you know this is the one they left out they, they left out the uh the, toilet the uh, potty humor from the uh <laughs> the know, second movie i thought you were leading into uh the sexiest kill of this movie is when the handstand guy gets uh killed by the taint he just gets <laughs> wait what the handstand guy Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets killed taint down. Yes, you know? yeah. that's wild. I paused it at that because I was like, wait a second. It's pretty and sexy. It's like <clears throat> bifurcated. Like you right. see like the the insides. That's That was pretty wild. And that was a, a taint down takedown. Is what that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, later on, the I think it's his girlfriend or whatever. Like someone like Luke, like sits down with like a book and it drips blood, and she looks up and he's like up in the rafters, and it is like just you can tell like oh his body was split in half, and it is yeah. now like kind of roped around that. Oh, it was pretty pretty disgusting. I think that may have been when she was reading the Fangoria magazine, right? Um, yes, with Tom Savini, uh, the Tom Savini article. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, I, I do love like the intro that's just like straight up disco, right? <laughs> that, yeah, I was like, wow, they're going for three D and change. disco all in all at once. Just like who gives a fuck? When did this Brilliant. movie come out? Was 82? it eighty two? The next yeah. year. Interesting. The year of my birth. So, oh yeah. But I, I like that they like staved off including like disco music in the first two Isn't movies. That weird? They're like, okay, here we are. <laughs> We're on the third chapter. <laughs> We've finally done it. This is officially a franchise. So, let's throw that disco in there. Yeah, it would have been more appropriate in '79, you think? But um, yeah, yeah, '82. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I know I saw on uh, Wikipedia for this, uh, speaking of 1982, is that this was the movie that knocked ET off the number one. For that year, and oh, really? it came yeah. in second for um, top grossing horror movies of that year behind Poltergeist, one of my other very favorites. Yeah. So wild. I know. Hey, I, I heard recently that uh, there was an E.T. Uh, porn film, a porn oh, really? parody. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Interesting. Yeah. You, you guys know about that? <laughs> I think it was yeah, called E.T. Uh, <laughs> e. the Extra Testicle. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That tracks. I'd watch that. <laughs> I have watched Hell yeah. I started in it. That <laughs> <laughs> <I> was Elliot. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, we've talked about uh, Jason getting his iconic mask in this movie. And I was wondering how they were going to do it if he was just going to, like, show up and have it. Because I heard uh, from, like, doing research, like, years ago for a pop culture or combat we did on uh, Let's Talk About Stuff um, with uh, Freddie and Jason. Uh, I remember reading something about, like, they just figured it out kind of on set that, oh, this mask looks good. They were trying to get away from the the baghead look, and uh, somebody just happened to have a hockey mask, and uh, it worked out, so they included it in the movie, and this was his iconic look going forward. I wasn't sure how he was going to acquire it or if they were even going to show that. But when that dork with the, like, like white fro (laughs) shows up with it, and then, like, later on, we see he's dead, and then Jason has the mask on. 
but we don't actually like see that kid get killed, you know? Mm. Unfortunately. Like to look, I again, I think Jason's a good guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know yeah. if he saw that hockey mask and he was like i've been looking for someone to goalie for me and he like ran up and like hugged the guy accidentally killed right. him he doesn't know his own strength you know he was holding machete still mm-hmm. yes i will love him and pet him and call him george he, like snapped his neck he or whatever he's that guy's face until his eyeball pops out so yeah he, i know he he's like you're so cute <laughs> that 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 special effect was flawless. It's pretty great. No notes. No notes. That's why I want to see it in three D. I gotta I gotta live this in real like what they meant, you know? Oh, the way the God. directors intended it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Release um, the like, Mancini cut or whoever it was. But uh uh going back to the, the, the Jason mask thing, like I, I I feel like Jason is wearing that hockey mask now in reverence for his newly deceased friend. Oh. Sure he killed him by accident, but like He's like, you know, Kevin or whatever would want me to wear this, right? You know, in his honor. That's true. So he just like wears that going forward. <laughs> They're like, yeah, why are you both, wearing that? He's like, it smells like Kevin. I miss yeah. him. <laughs> both both Jason and Shelly have uh, big incel vibes, so makes sense. Mm. They probably met on like a incel forum on Reddit or something. Right? <laughs> Is that that kid's name? Is Shelly? Yeah, I fucking oh, boy. hate Shelly. Shelly and Jackie <laughs> hate. Shelly. Yeah. He is a dipshit. <laughs> I cannot stand him. He's um he's not as annoying to me as the uh the kid in uh part five. If you remember that kid that's uh he eats ice cream and it like goes all down his arm. Oh Ooh. they yeah. also kind of imply he might be a special kid, but um I, I don't yeah. know. They're both like white white fro bros and uh very annoying. He's the one that gets uh, killed by the neighbor, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Shoots him in the face. Something like that. There's <laughs> part five is really weird. Uh, it's not my favorite by far, um, but yeah, it, it has some moments for me. But it, um, it it is weird, but it has some really fucking good kills in it. Like um, there's parts that I like. Really yeah, good kills. Yeah. So I'm curious, Brent, as you. As you do go through these, if you'll be intrigued. For for me, I watched part one for a long time. Eventually, I watched two and three. And Amanda and I would kind of watch those. I didn't want to go on. I didn't care. And then when I did, after years, that's when I watched four, five, six, seven. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been missing out. And they, oh, okay. it almost was like it took some time for them to settle in. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend, unless you've already done it, because you do that sometimes, that you go forward with the rest of it, you might take a year to watch the other ones. But I, I am curious to see what you'll think of the rest of the, the series. Yeah, no, I've uh, honestly for uh, I, I've only watched these three movies mm-hmm. for this uh, this podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to going forward in the Jason timeline. I I know it's going to get bonkers. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, look, I've already seen him go to space, you know. What other shenanigans will this right. fella get up to in the woods, you know? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Definitely watch four. I think four is um, just, f- it's phenomenal. Like I said, it's might be great. my favorite one. It's it's just so good. And six is okay. legitimately fucking hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it, it is it is intending to be a comedy, but like not in a, not in the way that you might, uh, expect that could come off like really cheesy and hacky um it's it's a lot of fun i think six is really good yeah i agree oh, okay four and six okay. are probably yeah my two picks 
Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Although I really liked, as I mentioned for part one, all three of these I thought were fun. Three was probably my least favorite of this go-around. Um, mm-hmm. I probably liked them in order. One and two are pretty interchangeable for my liking standards, but um, one is still just kind of like a classic. Um, I put in my notes that it, it's kind of like I know what you did last summer in my eyes, where sometimes I'm I'm like, this is fucking trash. I don't want to watch it. And then I, I put mm-hmm. it off for a year, and I watch it, and I'm like, you know what? It's not so bad. And right now I'm like, I'm in that realm where I'm like, I enjoyed watching these. I'm glad we did it for the podcast. Uh, and I'm going to keep mm-hmm. going because I, I watch four, four and six and seven, like all the time. So uh, I'll, I'll keep it, do it going with them. But yeah. Yeah. You just skip over five. I generally do now. Yeah. That has a Tommy Jarvis in it. But um, to not spoil it, it's I, I don't want to ruin some of the story and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just not my favorite the way it plays out. And the characters. I like the characters, the kids in most of these movies, like these first three. Um, and then yeah. four has uh, not only Corey Feldman, but it has uh, fucking George McFly in it. It's got um, I can't remember oh. his name right now. The weird dude. Is that the the movie where he does the weird dance? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh fuck yeah! So it's worth it Holy for multiple shit. reasons. Um, I'm excited. It also amazing. has some hot chicks in it. You know, it's just got it's got a lot of good things going for for part four. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll add that to my queue right for on. sure. It's super super good. Um, I, you know, I've, I've so, uh, engrossed with, uh, Jason's look like that hockey mask. Um, I, I rarely do this, but I actually like changed the background to my phone to oh. be Jason's mask. And I found like a, oh, a, yeah. a filter to make it like cyan blue and then purple, nice. my two favorite colors. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'm going to do this for all of October. And I was kind of looking at his masks and I, I love the little like red triangles he has on it. That's kind of what helps define it, you know? And then I saw on like part five, I yep. guess that's where <laughs> like he, the they take away the red triangles and they give him like blue, blue. ones on his yeah. cheeks. What is that about? It's, Do they acknowledge that? Well, a little bit, yeah. It's Do they? not okay. spoiler. It's not Jason Voorhees. Oh, it's that one. Okay, yeah. I've I've heard about this. Right, I hear I hear what you're saying. That's why okay. it doesn't. I don't like it as much. I think that's why it gets a bad okay. it gets a bad rap, but I right. I do think that uh, I I think that uh, maybe a little bit too bad of a rap because yeah, it's not Jason, so I think that's like the big thing that that people kind of take away from it, but. Uh, I think if you kind of, you know, get over that part, it's, uh, it, it, it's got, like I said, got some really good kills in it. Uh, it's pretty Mm -hmm. fucking bonkers. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not as bad as people say it is. Not my favorite. It's right. It's watchable for sure. sure, But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's got some moments for sure. Right. Like I'll probably watch it on this go around since I'm already, I've already watched one, two, three. Kind of like Ross was saying, might, like, as well. might as well just keep going, yeah, with the the list of them. Yeah, yeah. and um, I I still haven't made it through all of them because uh, not all of them are available on the same streaming services all the time. So uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like it's harder to find the later ones. And uh, like I haven't seen Freddy versus Jason in a long time since since we had talked oh my about God. stuff. So yeah, I gotta hit that one up. Obviously, are you okay? <laughs> is this a call for help? Is that what this is? Might be the the call for help is coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I noticed when we were watching these movies, the uh, the Paramount logo at the beginning, I was like, oh, that's that's weird because I was watching this on mass mask max. Mm. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I I knew that like New Line played a part in the Jason series at some point because that's how it kind of crossed over with Freddy later down right. the road. But then uh, I think it was on this third movie. It said uh, it had the Paramount logo and then it also had like the New Line logo. And so they like co-produced mm this movie together where they were i don't know i thought that was uh kind of strange but like you know 
it's happened before or whatever. Yeah. It's a so there's that information. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't going anywhere with it, but that's the thing I noticed. You're really trying to keep the plate spinning. You always talk about that stuff. You're like, oh, Universal. We know what I'm in for this movie, and I'm like, I don't even mm-hmm. pay attention usually to that. Uh, I do. That so I do recognize these movies as in my head though. When I when I think of it, I do see that Paramount logo opening it up. So, uh, but I think over time, yeah, like got crossed or or whatever or sold or yeah, yeah. it happens, man. At least Harvey Weinstein was involved. Thank <laughs> At least. God. The truest monster of them all. Um, I I feel confident in saying that I don't think Jason has back knee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Enjoy your breakfast, listener. <laughs> Damn. Um, I only have one final note for this movie. Do you guys have other stuff to, to say about it? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I've got a few things. Okay. Um, Ross, you want to go ahead? Uh, did you notice that the... Uh, did you guys notice the house decor... Um, it's weird no. like it, it's it's bizarre because it's just got so much asian paraphernalia around hmm. the house like it is you, you you don't notice it at first but once you once you start noticing one or two things here it's like the entire house i don't know who did the interior design for this place but for some inexplicable reason it is like 90% of the decor is Asian inspired. That's so wild. I didn't even notice. I have to go back now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Just scrub through the movie. You'll be yeah, like, yeah. how the fuck did I miss all of this? Right. It's very strange. Nunchucks. Huh. <laughs> 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 um, Shelly, um, he, he's the... Uh, the, uh, uh, the dork. Uh, the Seth Rogen. Uh, mm, I, okay. I, I called him a proto-incel. <clears throat> Um, because uh-huh. he's just th- fucking insufferable, um, and always bitching about the fact that no one likes him. But he does nothing that makes him endearing to anyone. He just acts like a fucking <laughs> dipshit all the time. Um, I can't stand Shelley. He's such a fucking dipshit. Um, also, I was really bummed that there's there's not a death scene per se for him. Mm. Like you don't see mm. him get killed. You see him die, but you don't see him get killed. Like, um. I forget who uh, the final girl opens the door and he kind of like falls inside with like a slit throat. Uh, but you don't see him get killed, which is just a damn mm. shame. I do like um, that. Nobody believes him. You know, they think he's just acting <laughs> again. And then he literally <laughs> dies in front of her and she's like, you silly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, like I, I could see him as a clumsy guy. Maybe he like tripped and fell on uh, one of those pitchforks or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, it could have been like he did it to himself by Oops. accident, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you also notice there was that uh, the weird mummified dog head that pops down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was like from a deleted yeah. scene that like like we just didn't get the the setup for that. But I was like, is this one of his weird pranks? But he seemed surprised by it. But like, if it wasn't one of his pranks, was there just a mummified dog head that was just chilling? I don't know. I guess you so. Know, like you do. He re- reached out his hand and like touched it and it was like, oh, here, yeah, here we go. Yeah. There's another one. His <laughs> fucking, his fucking responses, everything is so, God, I hate him. Um, the, there's like multiple 3D effects. There's that, uh, the snake that pops out. Mm. Um, that <laughs> is like clearly on like a string and it's like shaking <laughs> yeah. as it comes towards the camera. Like, is that the best, is that the best take that you got from that? Like, <laughs> 
Apparently, Probably. Oh. that was one of the things I read with the the 3D kind of, it took forever, and then uh, they would not even worry about the acting choices because they couldn't get the 3D effects right. So right. Like, I think it was Shelly, there's a part where he throws his, his wallet towards the screen, and they did that like 12 <laughs> times, and he said at first it was like, whatever his name is, like, John, throw your wallet, and eventually it was like, asshole, throw your wallet, because he couldn't <laughs> make the mark. And they like didn't even care about anything else. They're like, just hit your marks, right? Like, right. But, yeah. uh, some of them are so silly. My favorite three D effect is the uh, the spear gun arrow that is like yeah. on a string, essentially. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's so silly. He even has to like line up the gun to that pole to make it the like effect makes sense, and it just like looks weird. But uh, right. I do like when it, she gets hit in the eye with it. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I laughed when he was like poking around that pole because I'm like, I can see you. You're not <laughs> fooling anyone. I love. You're pretty big. He, he's yeah. so casual. He just kind of like strolls out onto the dock and just like, mm-hmm. all right, this is a good spot. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> aim down sights here. Uh, like, I just uh, like you were saying, Stephen. I've I, I've heard that as well. The uh, the fact that um, they ended up just having to take. Uh, j- j- just using the takes right. uh, that work best for the 3D effect. And so whatever vocal, whatever line reading yeah. they had, even if it was absolute garbage, which it is in most of the cases, most of the line reads in this movie, they just ended up having to use the take that looked best for 3D. Yeah. Um, so there are some truly bizarre line reads, but yeah. uh, it makes sense when you're like, well, that's... <laughs> The only one that worked for their stupid goddamn special effects <laughs> that no one cares about now. We got it. We got to sell yeah. those tickets, man. Everybody cares yeah. about it. We need it. Yeah. And, and, so and there's so know. much blurriness. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm really into I, I enjoy filmmaking. I enjoy, uh, you know, uh, lear- learning the behind the scenes, the process of it all. And uh, it's astonishing how many scenes are just straight up like out of focus on this movie. Right. Um, it's it's wild, especially when you go back and compare it to the first movie, which uh, is actually like everything's framed really well. Everything's perfectly yeah, it looks crisp. Focus. It is yeah, beautifully shot and like <laughs> unironically. Uh, and then yeah, you get to the third one, and God, just so much of it looks like fucking garbage, um, and not in a good way. Not the good kind of garbage. You know, I was watching this on streaming. I watched this on Max, yeah. and. Uh, even though it's like the the uh, the highest quality uh, streaming version of this movie, I noticed that there would be times where you could see there's like a smudge on the lens, and they oh, just yeah. like, well, this is this is just how we've filmed this. Yep. This scene just simply has the smudge. They didn't put effort to like correcting it through CGI or whatever, which is fine. But it is kind of funny to me that like even the highest quality. Uh, sharpest version of these movies still have like these little like errors to where you're like oh yeah this I'm watching a a thing this is a thing that I'm watching on TV and not like it just like slightly takes me out of it but also it's a a little bit of a a charm for it to me Mm. yeah Andy, the uh, the guy that keeps doing handstands, mm, he's really he's good. He's that we referenced earlier that uh, got like bisected, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I love the fact that I like I want to know. Because he's obviously doing like actual handstands, so that was CGI. Oh wow, wow. that was all CGI. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. a little oh. bit of claymation, but right. oh, wow. CGI. No notes. Mm-hmm. Claymation. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I, 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 I'm like, okay, so, so was he doing like handstands, uh, like around the set, and they were like, you know what? 
We gotta put that in the movie. We gotta <laughs> reuse this. Yeah. Put your dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah, they uh, that that's a pretty brutal kill. Um, oh yeah. You know, he was doing it's my favorite. Sand and then just straight down the straight down the dick. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That hurt. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like the, the the special effects, the gore effects on that, like we talked about earlier, when, when he's up in like the rafters, um, uh, is fucking brutal. Um, but I, I, I I'm really curious as to like how they how they came up with that. Like, did they just see him doing the handstand and like build the special effects around that? I don't know. Um, no one knows. They're all dead. Um, I really hate the kill where he, uh, the, the electrical, like the shock kill is so fucking lame. Like I want to see somebody get like stabbed or, you know, cut or something or, but, but just getting like electrocuted to death. is just such a fucking lame kill. Wait, which one was this? Um, uh, I think it's, I think it was the hippie get, he just Uh, gets shocked. Um, I think he's going to try to try, try to turn like the generator back on, and uh, I think Jason like shoves him into it or something, and he just gets electrocuted. Yeah, I don't blame you for not remembering it because it's fucking lame. Okay, <laughs> fair it's enough. It's stupid. <laughs> um, uh, the 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 uh, when Rick the 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 defenestration uh, scene where he gets thrown through a window mm-hmm. looks fucking brutal. Um, do you guys remember that? Where he, he yeah. was flying through a fucking window. It did not look like there was, uh, like, it looked like they, it was, they didn't put pad landing pads down or anything. Like, looks like he fucking flipped through that window. Um, but it was a really good stunt. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a Friday the 13th movie. If he dies during the course of that stunt, they'll just, like, hack his head <laughs> off like they did that snake. It's not, they're not worried about it. Snuff film, baby. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> uh, it is getting a little bit late. We probably need to start wrapping okay. up here soon. Ross, do you, do you have, like, a, a final note? Um, uh, the, 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 the last bit where the, the, uh, Jason's looking out the window and it's, like, daylight. Um, it's just really creepy. I don't know some, something about the fact that it's it's uh, you know like bright as hell, um, and he's like he's like looking out the window and you know, he's got the messed up face. And then he oh like, yeah, staring at the girl and the boat. Yeah, and he comes outside. Yeah. There's something just really unsettling about that. Um, like the daylight of it all. Yeah, just the fact that it's like mm-hmm. in bright, washed out daylight. Um, yeah, and he looked like Sloth from the Goonies. Exactly. Like, Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was like super creepy. Uh, it was like one of the creepiest parts of the movie. It's like in full daylight. Um, yeah, he looks like happy, but also his face is covered in blood. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's that's not a good look. Friendly, you know, you don't want to see that. Finds on his on prey and she's trapped. He's like, hey, <laughs> yay. <laughs> My friends. He just wants to make friends. That's, That's right. all he, that's all he so, wants so to So the do. director of this was uh, Steve Miner. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think he's related to Jonathan Major? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brett, your fucking face right now. <laughs> I took I took your joke structure and took it I from myself. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was trying to formulate a joke for him earlier. I was like, I don't know that I'm ever gonna yeah. get to anything that I wanted. Well, uh, I, I still didn't. So, um, uh, 
My, my final note on this is that the, the movie ends on kind of a weird non-cliffhanger almost because Jason's dead, you know, and we just see his body slumped over on the ground. And then it like kind of fades into the the still lake. Yeah. And then it is like kind of peaceful and serene. And then immediately it cuts to like a black screen with the credits and that like disco music or like <laughs> upbeat music starts kicking back in. I was like, oh, all right. That's OK. But here we are. But it doesn't have any, like, hint of, oh, there's more story to be told. Right. Um, just even though we know they make several more uh, Jason movies coming forward. Yeah. And the, the continuity of the movies, they've had 12 movies with Jason. And then that 13th movie, just sitting out there, unmade, you know? Oh, yeah, I know. It's like, what What could be? It's got to be you good, know? though. That's I, I, At least they're not going to make another Jason X in the meantime. they got to make that one special. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking forward to whatever they come up with, but we'll, well see. Is is the mm-hmm. remake not the 13th? No. Does that uh, the okay. 12th? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, so. Well, you count Jason versus Freddy. I wonder, does that. Who cares? <laughs> I've already lost interest. My, my understanding was that, yeah, that is, there's, there's been 12 right. movies with Jason. Jason okay. uh, yeah. Freddy versus Jason is 11. Jason X is 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess. Okay. It, going back. Well, I guess Jason is in the first movie. He's just a little uh, shriveled uh, he's just a, tadpole boy. Yeah. <laughs> tadpole boy. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, he's I'm glad we... He's a tadpole. He's like really cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad we did this series. Uh, as I said, I think that w- they're probably going to order for me for these first three. One, two, three. Um, I was curious for, for Ross, okay. for this rewatch for you. How did you land on? Would you rank these movies against each other? Um, I would say the second one is my favorite, um, followed by the first one, followed by the third one. I think the right third on. one is one of the worst movies in the franchise. Yeah, it's not as much fun. Mm. Okay, I it's think just overall, not, yeah. yeah, I think that's why I think the 3D for me would would add it. But it had <laughs> yo-yos <laughs> and juggling yo-yo. and popcorn <laughs> and a baseball bat. Jesus yeah. Christ! The juggling bit. Oh my yeah. god! They were just like really stretching. Uh, what about you, Brent? Um, this is your first time watching all three of these. What did you think? Yeah, I, th- I've, I feel like I'm probably the same as Ross. So two, one, three. Right. I'd say two because it was like kind of the most fun uh, of everything. It, it really I like, got the, um, the the main parts of what I think of when I think of a Friday the 13th movie, even though Jason has a, a bag on his head instead of his hockey mask, it still feels like the pieces are there. They just haven't quite fine-tuned them yet. Right. Uh, the, the first one is just, like, kind of iconic. I Even though I knew the twist, I think it's a solid twist, and I like the, uh, the final girl in that movie. And then uh, the third movie, yeah, kind of like... I, they got a little bit distracted, took their eye off the ball, mm-hmm. uh, even though they shot the eyeball at the <laughs> right. screen, you know? You'd think. You'd think they'd get it done, but... It's right there, dude. Uh, no. Well, right on, man. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we Hell did yeah. this, and uh, it's been a good Friday the 13th. It has been. Happy birthday, Jason. You know? <laughs> yeah. I hope you get everything you want. Happy birthday, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, Jackie. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, gentlemen, uh, since uh, you guys are uh, guest starring on each other's podcasts, uh, let's go around the room and uh, go ahead and do your plug. So, Ross, go ahead and, and plug anything you'd like for the Let's Talk About Stuff listeners. Hello and welcome, everybody, back to the <laughs> no, we're not colony. starting. We're not, star- <laughs> we're not starting the show. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I am uh, one of the co-hosts uh, of uh, The Nudist Colony uh, with my good buddy Brent. We talk about uh, new metal. Uh, we talk about albums. We talk about uh, things related to new metal. Sometimes we just talk about absolute bullshit, like we're doing today. 
Um, Absolutely. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I would recommend, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to listen to all of them, just go pick out an album that you used to have when you mm. were younger um, and just listen to that. You know, you, there's no continuity with anything. There's some inside jokes. But for the most part, you can just jump in anywhere and uh, just have yourself a ball of a good time. Um, Absolutely. But uh, go go check that out. And um, as far as any other plugs, I got nothing. That's it. Mm. Only thing I do. <laughs> Great. Comes out every Friday. Um, there we go. Friday morning uh, drops. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you get your podcasts. Where the, we'll be there. Perfect. Well done. Except for YouTube, not YouTube. Not YouTube. No, I don't, I don't want to get screamed at by fucking eight-year-olds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Comments, uh, Stephen. Over to you for the nudist call, India listeners. Uh, go ahead and uh, plug anything you'd like to. Uh, yes, you can listen to me as a co-host with Brent on the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast, where we review lots of different types of pop culture, movies, music, books, sometimes books, sometimes <laughs> comic books. One book mm-hmm. for Brent and, uh, <laughs> and some other stuff. Yeah, it's a good time. Come find us wherever you can find your podcast. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining me as we discuss uh, Jason. The, he's just a sweet little boy, mm-hmm. you know? I agree with that. He grew up in a swamp, you know? It ain't easy being <laughs> green, but he's trying, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Cut him some slack. So uh, now we will throw back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And we're back. Wow. Welcome back to Let's Talk About Stuff. It's just Stephen and myself here, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that discussion of... That so trilogy. much fun. Yeah, all three of them. You know, when I was watching Friday you know, the 13th, part one, two, and three, I was like, I thought Chris Tucker and Ice Cube were in these. It's like, <laughs> different Friday. Okay. okay. That's what that, was, that was just like Friday, like, you know, Friday the first, the second, a little Friday bit different. the third. Later down the timeline, you get Friday the 13th. Right, it's right. just like Friday the 13th a lot, you know. It's the fact that you don't see him, uh, Ice Cube, come back, you know. Um, uh, okay. That that's what sense. I was missing out of these, you know. Otherwise, I liked them. Um, I, I think I mentioned uh, an episode ago or something. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. there's there's a guy at my work who asks a lot of funny questions. Um, <laughs> sometimes too many questions, but uh, he referenced uh, he referenced Friday the other day, meaning Friday mm-hmm. the Thirteenth. We were we were talking about horror movies. We're on like a calm headset, uh, filming a football game, uh, doing like the replays and stuff. And uh, he mentioned Friday, and another guy was like, oh, yeah, and started quoting the movie Friday. (laughs) And the first guy was like, I don't know that quote. I don't remember that. And they went back and forth for like a full five minutes. And I was just kind of half listening because I was into the game, like I was directing the game. So I was having to do replays and stuff. And then uh, all of a sudden I was like, wait a second. You guys are talking about completely different franchises. That's so funny. And they had no idea for like a full five minutes that mm-hmm. either one was talking about something different. I've never really experienced that in real life. It felt like a comedy skit, uh, yeah. but it was quite amazing. And like the Friday the 13th guy had never seen any of the Friday movies and the Friday guy had never seen any of the Friday the 13th movies. So, so funny. both of them had no clue about the other project. Too. It was so <laughs> funny. Uh, but yeah, good times, man. So there you go. Steven, I got to say full disclosure. My initial plan uh, I, I probably came up with this idea like August or something like this uh-huh. was like to watch the Friday trilogy <laughs> to talk about it on this like episode or whatever. Right. But I, I knew like as as time was going on, I was like, oh, I'm not going to have enough time to do that. Right, but right. I did have that in my back pocket. It's like, that'd oh, be that'd be amazing. like a fun thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I uh, yeah, this was a fun discussion, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I was curious. We had talked at the end of, of that um 
you know, review that we just all did and people listened to that, uh, you know, Ross and I are big fans of part four, the final chapter that does not end the series. But uh, I was wondering, have you, uh, since we recorded that like a little while ago, have you uh, continued on with that series at all? Or are you moving on to other stuff? Uh, I've moved on to other things, but it is my, my, um, on my list of, of movies to get to. I'm, I'm just gotcha. trying to like stay up on all. We have a lot of movies we're talking about on Let's Talk About Stuff this month. Stuff this month. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to make Maybe sure. Too I'm, much. <laughs> some might say. Maybe. Some might say. <laughs> I can't imagine being a listener to this podcast. You're oh like, my God. I got to watch what now? It's <laughs> like fucking homework. <laughs> but uh, like, it's, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to stay up on everything just so I don't get behind. I want to get right. to a time crunch when we get down to um, For Halloween, sure. the Halloween episode. Right. And, which uh, other, oh, another fuck, trilogy gotta, we're doing. Stephen Rowling wants to talk about this Buster Rhymes movie. I, I, I want to make this happen <laughs> for him, you know? <laughs> uh, me and Tyra, you know, we got a whole podcast planned. Oh, I forgot uh, she was in it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I would reiterate that I think it would be that's totally okay. You haven't seen four yet because I think it's good. I think one through three are kind of its own thing. They're very similar. Yeah, they're a great trilogy together. I think four starts the, the what I keep saying is the the Tommy Jarvis trilogy, um, and it's a whole different thing. And I was glad that I had watched them like years apart that I waited. So, uh, if you don't even get it to it this year, you know, I think that's totally fine, but, uh, mm-hmm. it still is. Yeah. Uh, as Ross and I both agreed, I think it's, it's probably my favorite. So I, I'm definitely curious to hear your review when you do watch it. Yeah. I want to watch that. I also want to watch, um, you had mentioned nightmare on Elm street parts four and five, uh, like mm-hmm. a, a month oh, or so recently. Ago. Right. Yeah. Dream, and, Dream uh, child like, and dream master. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I want to watch those, you know, it's just like, it's just, an embarrassment of riches. Hey, there you me. go, man. You know, absolutely. Um, yeah, I uh, think we've had a really good run here. Uh, it is a mm-hmm. lot. It's a jam-packed month, but it's been a lot of fun, too. So yeah, <laughs> it's fun for the listeners. I didn't even <laughs> think about them, like, essentially being forced to <laughs> yeah. want to, like, follow along. Held hostage and, and forced to watch, like, all yeah. these horror movies. Like, I'm, it's not even my thing. What Fucking do? poor Liz Wilson, just subject to <laughs> listen to all this bullshit. <laughs> right. um, b- before we sign off, I, I have one thing I want to send you. And this is typically something I would do for uh, a show opener or whatever. Mm. But... Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to send you this photo of this. I, I don't know if this is something that one can buy. But oh. you love Michael Myers. I love Jason Voorhees. We both <laughs> like them, generally speaking. But this is a a mask that someone made. That's a uh, a Michael Myers style mask that's been that's like kind of has a Jason accoutrement on right, it. Right, it does. And, uh, it's so like, weird looking. Cool packaging and stuff. And I, yeah, yeah. I think it looks rad as fuck. We'll we'll post this to the socials and it might even be at the uh, the feed as you're listening to this episode. You can look at your right, screen. Right. But uh, I think it looks super fucking cool. And I would love to have this. It's probably like $800 or some shit. But you're right. I love uh, Halloween the 31st and then the <laughs> yeah. night he came to camp. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty good combo. It's almost, it's not bad or anything. I like it, but it's uh, it's just like my mind like can't, does not want to compute the two of these together. <laughs> like on yeah. the side of the box, it shows them like split in half. You see like Jason on the left and then Michael on the right, but the, yeah. the unit itself is like combined. It makes me think that like Michael like killed everybody in Haddonfield and then he was like, well, I kind of want to go to a rave now. Uh, I need to spice up this mask or something. You know, like yeah. he wanted to change his look a little bit. Uh, he Maybe he saw Jason out there and he said, oh man, I really like those red triangles. Need to add some yeah. that shit, you know. And then once he did that, he couldn't stop himself, and he's like, "I gotta drill some holes." Uh, <laughs> you man. know, it is hard to breathe in this. Right. Now that I think it about, it. <laughs> I feel like this mask could be in. Uh, uh, God damn it! I just fucking forgot their name. What's the fucking metal band you love? 
Oh, Slipknot. Slipknot. This could be a Slipknot yeah. mask, right? It really could, yeah. It's kind of fits. Maybe that's I, why I like it so much, you know? It's got like this, it, not just the holes, but on the side, it's like maybe to hold the mask on. Oh, yeah, it's like to hold the hockey mask on. It's got like a little button, but it yeah. looks like a, like a port or something, like he's like installed in his face. He's you know. take those whiskey shots to the face. Oh, you know? wow, okay. Mm-hmm. He's got to bypass the mouth. <laughs> bypass Go straight the down mouth. the <laughs> yeah. Straight down the tongue. Are you not into osmosis <laughs> drinking, Stephen? I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, you know, we, you can drink we, anything with skin pores. <laughs> we we pioneered butt chugging here, but uh, yeah, you know, I didn't know you could just drink through your pores. That's pretty amazing. Uh, again, Stephen, this is an educational podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we say it all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, it was a blast, man. Uh, again, thank you, Ross, for joining us here, and uh, yes. I'm glad to have joined you on yours as well. So, um, yeah, uh, I think after the only thing you can do after this is definitely go listen to the nudist colony version of the same episode, right? Uh, I guess if you and want, you listen to to the uh, the the opening part and then the the end of it. That <laughs> no, would be the different. Whole thing. <laughs> He's got to just see if there's again. anything different. Just right. What could be different? You know, clickbait. We got to get people to, to listen. You know. <laughs> and anyway, they can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so this was uh, the middle sort of of our uh, our scary month here in October. Yes. But uh, what's what's the next thing on the docket there, Brent? Next thing on the docket on this upcoming Tuesday, just in a few short days, we're talking about 1982's The Thing Ooh. with Kurt Russell, Keith David, Wilford Brimley, and mm. Diabetes. Oh, the monster. Looking forward to it. Yes. Diabetes the monster. <laughs> Diabetes the monster. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? And starring <laughs> Diabetes the monster as Candace. Oh, oh, wow. so, oh, singularly named. Okay. It's pretty, cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Looking forward to it, man. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in uh, a few years now and uh, we're supposed to have another guest on that one as well. Hopefully that all works out. Yes. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, as I, I might've mentioned on the last episode, uh, that guest has mentioned watching the prequel, the thing from 2011. So mm-hmm. I'm tempted. We'll see. We'll see if I have yeah. time. We'll see if I want to, but um I'm a huge fan of the 1982 original, huge fan of John Carpenter, and uh, yeah, glad this is on our list this month. Uh, I think this will be a, a really fun one. Yes, absolutely. Like, it's a, such a good fucking movie. Oh, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm elated to discuss it with you guys, and uh, I believe your friend that's coming on the show is a, a big fan of body horror. I am not. Specifically, right, right. Yeah. So. <laughs> the opposite of Brent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he had mentioned if I ever had an episode about body horror to invite him on, and then I was like, hey, we're doing the thing, and he's like, I'm fucking there, man, let's do this. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got to make sure the schedules work out, but uh, that mm-hmm. sounds like a fun, a fun juxtaposition against you, uh, and I'm kind of in the middle. I don't... I don't seek it out necessarily, but I, I like gore and uh, I generally like body horror stuff. So and the thing uh, is just so elevated from just like the typical fare, uh, any John Carpenter stuff. I just watch them in awe every time um, his mm. music alone, uh, a big inspiration to me. Just the fact that he, uh, yeah. you know, creates all these MIDI sounds and some of the, my favorite scores of all time. And they totally fit the characters every time. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to watching this with a more keen eye. For some note taking and uh, you know podcast talking, interesting should be good times. Like your next your next uh, short film is just going to be like in snow this time, <laughs> right? <laughs> the haunt is I don't in know snow. Where I got this? Yeah, <laughs> this inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as usual, if you'd like to contact us, all the infos in the show notes. Uh, again, you can uh, follow us uh, all kinds of places, but uh, go to YouTube. Follow me on uh, a little less profound films. You can find my short film. Uh, series the 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 three the trilogy of the haunt is alive and uh, definitely share that around if you if you will so more people can find that this scary october and then uh, as always if you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps five stars is always appreciated and tell your friends so more people can find us
Yeah, so when you're watching Steven's YouTube videos, hit the like button on each one of those. People you know? say that. Subscribe it's to his channel. Yeah. You know, hit the like, the little thumbs Appreciate up that. on each of the, all three, all three of them. You okay. must commit. It's a, it's a scary movie though, so... If you were scared, should it be a thumbs down? No, Stephen. It needs to be a thumbs up. I don't that understand helps the algorithm. Social media. People will find it. Okay, that's, that's a helpful what you want, thing. You know. Okay. Yeah. So I don't mm-hmm. want people to dislike it. Exactly. Oh, Can you okay. just disable the dislike button? Has anyone you know, tried that? I've never thought about it, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it's worth a shot. Um, I did see when you post to YouTube uh, a new video. It asks you if this is for children or not, and uh, I thought about it because I was like, "It's. I want to scare some kids." Maybe yeah. maybe maybe that's the algorithm I need to go to, you know, much like uh, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead last week uh-huh. uh, or earlier this week. Maybe maybe we need to uh, some, scare some kids, you know? Yeah. For fans of uh, Bluey, uh, <laughs> Baby Shark. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of my niche right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going for, man. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to uh, people finally seeing the concluding chapter of that and uh, definitely looking forward to joining you next week with a potential guest for The Thing. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Well, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. One, two, three. Record. Okay. The spookiest time of all. Recording time. Hey, we just finished a whole episode that went pretty well. We did. It went mostly okay. It went mostly okay. <laughs> I'm always You're hesitant right. to, uh, to, to give us kudos because, like, who are we to judge? You know, we're just the content mm. makers. Some say the content breakers, but right. it's really up to the constant or content takers. But you should have consent when you record. Absolutely. Steven, is it okay if we record this episode? No. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Oh, you fucking rebel. I'm a bad boy. (laughs) It's okay because it's just my vocal track that I'm recording, but even still. Uh You know, know, I don't know about Oklahoma, but I did hear the other day, uh, I was reading up on laws, and uh, in Texas, it's called a one-party consent recording state, which means that uh, as long as one party that's being recorded uh, consents to it, all parties can be recorded. So, like, if you wanted to record a phone conversation you Mm -hmm. or, like, a conversation with someone, you could just be like, well, I consent to this, so I record you. That's fucked up. I know. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, but uh, I don't know about Oklahoma or other other places, but I never thought about it, I get. I guess, like, from what I understood, it was, like, if you're Mm -hmm. going to record a phone conversation, it has, like, to hold up in court, it has to, like, the other party has to be aware that is being recorded. There's on a recorded line or whatever, you know? Yeah, I wonder on, on phones if it's different for some reason, like a technology, uh, technological like means or whatever, but mm-hmm. in general here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious uh, for, for like Oklahoma because uh, basically what I'm saying is you're in Oklahoma, I'm in Texas. Mm-hmm. I can record this without your consent, but I don't know if oh you can. Oh my God. Hey. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's all there, you know? Good thing we're both recording it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> we're good either way, but even still, it's kind of fucked up, you know? Oh, you're also, Oklahoma's also a one-party, one-party state for uh, in-person or telephone communication. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, start recording all your, all your all your conversations now, man. Hold on. Let me Google this. Uh, let's see, how to Google how to start an OnlyFans for hosting. 
one party content, one party authorized content. Not in a sexual way. It's just the podcast. Oh again, no, but we, yeah. just, we just like all the avenues that people can find us, and we know we have a lot of fans that I, use only I feel fans, like so. it should be a default with people where like nothing I uh, nothing about me should be sexualized. Like that's just not good for humanity. You know? Are you an asexual person? No, but like I just I don't I just don't want don't to stress out the listeners. Yeah, they don't need <laughs> to worry about that. I don't. You know, <laughs> they don't want that from me. You know. <laughs> That's, nobody needs that. We can just, yeah, we don't got to get to it. Fair enough, yeah. but but I feel like it's important to say that you record the podcast in the nude. Yeah, that's not sexual. That's just like, oh, okay. That's freedom thing. of expression, you know? <laughs> my ju- The judge can't put my willy away. Well, that's I can right. do that. <laughs> um, well, uh, what, what should we do for a sync word out of that? What are you, hmm. what are you thinking? Not that it was his name, but maybe Judge Willie. Judge Willie, okay. Mm-hmm. Judge Willie can't put my Willie away. What if Judge, judge Willie can only put his Willie away? What if Judge Willie is like a a Willie judge, where he's like that dong don't cut it, gavel noise, you know? Oh wow, mm-hmm. don't don't. Yeah. This is a Law and Order episode. <laughs> yeah, what is happening? But it's like the don't don't has like a fleshy tone to it, where it's, you know. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of making our own little porn parody right now. Oh, yeah. It writes itself. Do you know any actors? Um, Law and Order SVU call that a dick? <laughs> I think that actually would sell pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's outside of the internet, you know? Mm-hmm. You call it a dick? Be like, man, I got to see that dick. Have a spinoff on Fox called, So You Think You've Got a Dick. <laughs> and then another spinoff just called Cops. It's just really the cops. <laughs> but it's more dicks. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I like this. The, the dick is really about to come alive, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dicks yeah. are coming alive. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Don't sleep on the dicks. <laughs> it's coming for you. It's probably going to be disappointing. It's just, you know, it happens. It happens. All oh, right. So man. let's sync with Judge Willie. Okay. On three. One, two, three. Judge, Judge Willie. Willie. Oh, perfect. Okay. I like it. I like that. Let's record on three. One, two, three, record. Okay. All right. And then... Uh, it needs to be record on record, right? <laughs> okay, now it's all <laughs> fucked up. Record. Now I'm going to go back. We have to start all the uh, way uh, over. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, can... Uh, let, let's see. Um... Uh, let's uh, sync with the word instead of clapping. Let's sync with the word frog boy. You love okay. frog boy. I like this little toad man. You know, <laughs> he's a lot of fun. <laughs> he excels at hopscotch. You know, That's true. any type of Hell jumping yeah. game. He's he's too good. <laughs> yeah, he's too good. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll sync with the word frog boy on three, one, two, three, frog, frog boy. boy. Read it. A little toot. They always do. It's a fucking little toot. All right. <laughs> so uh, uh, the, on the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast, this is a, a um, horror series that we've not yet covered. Mm-hmm. You know what? Brandy just fucking pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are getting Yeah, just keep rolling. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Fuck it. Hold on. Uh, Sorry, guys. Hold on just a second. Okay. God damn it. 
<laughs> man, he called it too. Oh, that didn't man. even take long. He's like some kind of uh, like ET, the extra testicle. Oh, Should man. I save that? Should I go back? Wait for Brent. <laughs> Don't you hate that though? We always we'll start with a joke sometimes and be like, God damn it. We'll recapture the magic when we record, and then we do and just fumble the fuck out of it. There's, like, no way. Nope. Got to do it live in the moment, you know? Exactly. What's this time? Okay. So, have you been, man? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm great. Excellent. I mean, kind of great. Kind of great? Kind of. You know. No. Just, like, kind of, like, good plus. I'm coasting. Coasting through life. Right on. I'm doing that right now. You're coasting through life right now? Yeah. That's cool. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he comes. All right, sorry about that. Did you put it in the trash oh. can? <laughs> wow. No, they really start barking. <laughs> they got really excited. Really going after it. Holy shit. Oh, man. You got dog this... party central over there. This... Yeah, man. Like, That's why I, I like gave... cats. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is a, a good counterpoint. They're just uh, easy. Do what? They're just easy. Cats are just easy. All you have to do is pick up their turds and eat them. (laughs) I mean, I'd rather pick up a, well, I don't know. Cat turd versus dog turd. Go. (laughs) (laughs) The conversation we've all been waiting for. Dawn of justice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cat turd, dawn of justice. All right. Let me see if I can, uh, can reset. Martha. <laughs> Wait. The haunt is alive. <gasps> Seriously, go check it out, please. L P A S.